Attention. If you owe the IRS, this is an important announcement. COVID relief is over and the IRS is ramping up like never before, sending out millions of collection letters to start 2024. Do you owe $10,000 or more or have unfiled returns? Now is the time to act. The IRS can garnish your wages, seize your property, and they can even take your home or your business. Don't let the IRS take advantage of you. It's time to call Tax Network USA. Their team of experienced tax lawyers has already saved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. They know how to negotiate with the IRS and can help you too. Visit TNUSA.com or call 1-800-245-6000. Again, that's 1-800-245-6000. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your tax situation today with Tax Network USA. 1-800-245-6000. Call now. There is a suspected Chinese spy balloon floating over Montana. I walk into the green room and Jack Posobiec's standing there with his phone out. And he's like, did you see this? They did a press conference with a Chinese spy balloon. I'm like, wait, what? Then he's like, they scrambled F-22 Raptors. And I'm like, what the is going on? So apparently we'll talk about that lead story. Joe Biden wanted to shoot it down. And then they told him no because allegedly. of allegedly, allegedly, because of the debris. They were like, no, we can't do it. So uh, then we were like, did they really scramble F-22 Raptors for this? And they did. So uh, I guess that's the lead story. We'll talk about that in other news. Democrats literally screamed, no, like the meme when they removed Ilhan Omar from her committees. And some even cried. It's just so, so crazy. So we'll definitely talk about the political space. And then... Um, Okay, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with this one. This is a weird story. Apparently, the DA has confirmed they are investigating whether uh, the rumors that Tyree Nichols was romantically involved with the ex-wife of one of the cops. So that's that actually conf- Newsweek reporting that that actually might be it. It might not be a cop thing at all. It might be a dude banging another dude's wife or ex-wife, and then they got revenge on him or something. So. Yeah, I don't I don't look at me. I don't know. The story seems weird. But anyway, we'll talk about it before we get started. Head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work. Click that Join Us button, and you can support our work directly. So this show, the work that I do over at YouTube.com slash TimCast, and all of our after, uh, our members-only shows will be available to you and are supported. Of course, I can't forget Project Veritas released another massive story. This one, they were holding out on us. Because this drop has the Pfizer director saying crazy stuff. He's saying, like, they are mutating the virus. Outright says they are doing it. Talks about menstrual cycle stuff. So you can see that on the front page, TimCast.com. As a member, you are supporting our journalists. And um, we're also working on cultural endeavors. This coffee shop, it's coming. Everything takes forever. And now we're hearing that the actual coffee product, which they told us like two months ago, would take seven days to set up. Now they're saying six weeks or something. It's so annoying. But I'm like, can we just put in a paper bag and slap a label on it? Let's just get it going. But uh, with your help, we are going to make these cultural uh, moves. We're going to have physical space for people to hang out. So uh, I'm really excited for that. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. tonight. You don't want to miss it, so become a member at TimCast.com. Smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight, of course, is Jack Posobiec. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not even going to introduce myself. That balloon should have been blown sky high the minute that it crossed U.S. airspace. And every single second 
that it hangs there is another reminder of just how owned our politicians, our system, our businesses are by the Chinese Communist Party. They should have lit it up. That's a, that's a, that is not a it's, surveillance it's, package, it's not a, a balloon. It's a target. No, it no, is no, a no. Target. It's not a surveillance balloon. It's a trial balloon. It is. They're trying to see what they can get through. But let's let's say. And, for, and let's by say, the way, say, they say it's not the first time it's happened. Let's uh, let's we'll, we'll get into that. So Jack Basobic, thanks for hanging out. Appreciate Tim. Hannah Claire Brimelow's hanging out. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimelow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. That's easy. I agree. They should have blown that thing up, or at least now I'm thinking they should capture it, throw a big net around it, bring it down, break it apart, look at what it actually is. Anyway, let's talk about it later on the show. Update on Bucko. He got his first injection of stem cells. Oh, today. he got it. Got it today. Oh, resting okay, comfortably in my room, letting his body heal. So in two weeks we're going to go in for the next. Uh, the next and dose. do they? They don't need to harvest any more stem cells. They keep exactly. Col- they wow. have a. They have like this mother culture that they will infinitely be able to make stem cells forever. Whoa, now that's crazy. Yeah, and I found out this is funny. I could have apparently I could have taken them ten minutes away to get the whole process. Done. No, I drove five hours to a New York clinic <laughs> for the memories hope, hope, for the adventure. It was Wesley, Aaron. We did it together. Cool, man. We all cool, went man. together. Yeah, I'm glad to. But hear and that. shout out to Hopewell Animal Hospital, in New York. Obviously, you guys were fantastic. Um, and I'll let you know more as it comes up. Yeah, let's get in. We got Surge pressing the buttons. Yo, what's up? Surge.com, at Surge.com. Been uh, fighting on Twitter, fighting the good fight. It's been fun. I really am really tired of that site. But I'll be there for you guys. Uh, I'm going to fix Ian's camera here. So take it All right. Tim. Thanks, let's dude. jump into this first story. We have this from the Daily Mail. Chinese spy balloon the size of three buses is spotted floating over Montana for days as U.S. mobilizes F-22 Raptors to intercept Biden wanted to shoot it down, but Pentagon advised him not to because of falling debris. Don't buy they it. They say defense officials discussed shooting out of the sky on Wednesday while it was above Billings, Montana, but decided instead to monitor it closely. F-22 Raptors were sent from Nellis Air Force Base in southern Nevada, but they did not engage with the object. Now, you got this picture here of a tiny dot, but we got you. We got you. Look at this thing. It's got solar panels. That's like solar panels, right? Look at that. So what you're looking at is a technology package. Is Those this, are sensors. Yeah. Um, this is a trial balloon. Those are sensors. Like it's, it's literally a spy balloon, right? But I think the reason they did it was to see what they can get away with. And they got away with a lot. They're getting away this, with this, whatever they want. This thing could be carrying, it, what if this was a bomb? What if it was some kind of weapon? Or what if, hey, what if it causes Havana syndrome? Who knows? Well, of course, keep in mind that what they're doing is they're also ju- judging our response. And that's your point with the trial balloon. Exactly. So they're going to see how long did it take them to scramble fighters? How long did it take for the balloon to stay there before we scrambled anything up? Uh, what's the, is there a diplomatic response? What's the diplomatic? Are they going to put sanctions? Are they going to put tariffs? Keep in mind that you have to look at, through, at all of this through the lens of Taiwan, because we know that that will be potentially another military flashpoint if we continue our escalation in, in well, they just Tennessee. They just went into high alert, right. scrambling. They started uh, mobilizing their, their air defense. Right. They just scrambled a couple of days ago. Yeah, so because, this uh, has been happening since, uh, really since Biden got in office, basically. Yo, I think this, this is a bad sign. If uh, China's recently, China mobilized a bunch of jets and warships and they've been escalating, firing rockets over Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Taiwan is now mobilizing its defenses. What if this spy balloon is literally to track our response to Taiwan and what they're doing, and they're trying to gather as much information as possible. Well, the the spy balloon itself, and we have to go into what what does America have in Montana that could be interesting to the CCP, and, and I, I guarantee you it's not just farmland, by the way. Is it a four-letter acronym? Um, it is, uh, what? Which, which acronym do you mean? ICBM? I, yes, ICBM, exactly. <laughs> so uh, the... 
the Air Force Base, that when, when you watch a movie and you see the nuclear silos and the nuclear missiles pop out, uh, one of the three fields where we have them, about 150 nuclear long-range nuclear-tipped missiles, the intercontinental ballistic missiles um, that were within range of China. And these are not the only ones, but these are. this is a key component of the U.S. nuclear triad, which is located in Montana specifically. That's why um, I think we may have been on here before once, and I was talk- you were talking about which state would you want to be if, if um, the U.S. fell apart. And I said, well, Montana has nukes. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I'd pick Montana. It'd be one of the most powerful countries in the world if the Easily. U.S. fell apart. Current military installations in Montana, we have three radar sites in Carter County. We have Fort William Henry Harrison in Lewis and Clark County and Malstrom Air Force Base yeah, in Malstrom. Cascade County. So Malstrom's the one that has it. And and so, of course, what they're going to be doing is and, – and it, now it's also interesting because, of course, it, you know, China has spy satellites the same way that we have spy satellites. So we have to look at why are they using a balloon to do this when obviously – so during uh, the Cold War, for example, the U.S. had the um, – the U-2 spy plane. This was aka the Dragon Lady. So there was a a pilot who was shot down at one point, became a POW situation. He was eventually turned over. Um, We had overflights, they had overflights. But then that's largely turned toward, and we still do it, but it's largely turned towards a satellite game at this point. Um, Actually, funny enough, there was was an episode of of Rogan recently where they were talking about the NGA, and I think it was with Tim Dillon, and each of them weren't really sure what the NGA did. It's, well, spy satellites. That's what the NGA does, National Geospatial Information Agency. And so or intelligence agency and so the you know the chinese have this this capability as well signals imagery etc so if you want something that's the what you know people are looking at this as high but from a a an intelligence collection um, platform this is actually low yeah i'm wondering is it the kind of thing where we have such high-tech uh surveillance things that the low-tech stuff can get through now like you know that kind of thing where you have we, radars, but you can't see the, the thing right in front of your face? Well, we, like, we, like LIDAR, maybe. We talked about... I mean, they could, be, they could be mapping the nuclear silos. You, you know that famous story where they did like a war game with the old guard and the new guard? And then the old guys won. And they're like, how did you do it? And they're like, we sent a motorcycle courier with the information so you couldn't intercept it. And I was right. like, that's the big deal. What I'm, what I'm thinking about this balloon is what's, what's worrying to me. And let me know what you think. If China's getting ready to attack... The, and they know US, the U.S. will respond to, to an attack on Taiwan, then they're not concerned. Like a criminal who is going to rob a liquor store is not concerned that he's breaking the law with guns because he's planning on breaking the law in whole. If China's planning and engaging in a military operation, they know will create conflict with the U.S. They don't care if we get mad about a balloon. They want to know what we are mobilizing and where. Now, it, 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 it's kind of an interesting point that you make because— we know that they have the balloon there. We know that we sent F-22s up. The question is, is there something that the U.S. government isn't telling us that China was also doing yeah. that they were trying to track the, res- track the response to our silos? Was there, would there be a cyber attack of Taiwan? Would there be something that may- maybe not rise to the level of kinetic, um, like a blockade or oh, a man. missile strike? And they were trying to test our response to see if we went nuclear with this. But that this, being said, this, this, I, this might be a trial balloon right. for when they do launch their attack in Taiwan. And they're going to want to gauge our response with these Air Force bases with, right. with, in, in Montana. I've got a feeling they were in Canada, uh, along with the Canadian government's approval, and it got blown off course. Time is our most precious commodity. And I've heard from so many of my listeners who have asked for my advice about how they can spend it wisely to improve themselves and the people around them. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, 
or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, for free. I personally recommend you sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it has been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash Tim to enroll. There's no cost and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash Tim to register. Hillsdale.edu slash Tim. I think that might might be what happened. Well, I mean, look, they're currently in the United States. So basically, Sa- Canada is but Ian, operating as a CCP they're, ship. They're currently in the United States with U.S. government approval. Yeah, I was going to say, they've been here for like, what, three days? We could, we should have shut. And, and I think everybody knows that if, that if President Trump were in there, we're in the White House, I mean, we would have found out of this thing because something would have blown up in the sky and then we would have gotten a tweet saying something like, I mean, just imagine the tweet, Chairman Xi, I burst your bubble. You so, know, so, you know, uh, this, I mean, we... We have, we have this tweet. Absolutely gone. The U.S. State Department has reportedly summoned the Chinese ambassador over the Chinese spy balloon, which has been detected flying over northern Montana. Oh, boy. Maybe another strongly worded letter will come next. No, 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 no. A, a physical wag of the finger to his face. Ooh, ooh, yeah. even worse. Even They're really going to give it to him. Severe, <laughs> Shaking severe in lashing. their boots over Remember there. Remember when uh, Anthony Blinken was talking to China and they just told him to shut the up? Uh, th- so that was in Anchorage, Alaska. Yep, yep. And they went up and, and Blinken went in there. I remember this because they, they were... Whenever you're you're holding one of these summits like this, and he met with Yang Jiechi, which is sort of the interlocutor for for the CCP. He he's the former Chinese Minister of Foreign Affairs, but he's currently on the Politburo. And even though he's the former minister, he's sort of the point man for when it comes to international affairs. Yang Jiechi, and he just ate his lunch. He just completely ate his lunch. And Blinken was saying, we're going to set the new normal with China and we're going to establish the new norms and, and, and put this all right. All of those messy Trump years are going to behind us. And he basically told him that you're nothing to us. You treated him like he, he treated him like a student, like a little boy, almost like he, he was. He basically just said, you have no power here. <laughs> you know, the old uh, like Lord of the Rings. You have he no said, you're, you're not our, you're not you're not negotiating from from a position of power. That's right. The U.S. has nothing. Amazing. You have nothing. We have everything. And so every day, and I just, I want people to look at this spy balloon and I want uh, particularly older members of the audience who remember the U.S. during the Cold War and remember our response to uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis or our response to anything that that had to do with a a direct threat to the American homeland. Uh, This would not have been tolerated for even one second during the Cold War. But today, we're told, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Don't worry about it. They've done it a few times already. And you know, this, this package doesn't even... It's not about the censors that are on this. It's about the U.S. response from a political and a military... Obviously, a military being directed by the political perspective. That if we don't have the political will to defend the homeland against any threat, that just shows, once again, that we are distracted, we are being worn thin in places like Eurasia, where we're currently uh, flooding what no, tanks, money every single day, uh, fighting Russia in this proxy war that we're in with Russia. And now China is considering, and Professor Mearsheimer has talked about this, China is considering opening up 
what would essentially be for us a second front in a two front global conflict. We can't, like World War II. We're not yeah. going to be able to handle it. Uh, meanwhile, and Isra- not- so Israel just attacked Iran the other day too. So, I mean, how many fronts do you want? This is like going to be a legit world war. It's funny. They talk about World War One and Two, and it's like, yeah, Europe, World War Two. You, you had Japan, you know, Imperial Japan, but it's kind of like that was its own thing. And there were some, cons- you know, there, there was obviously concern with, with the U.S. and U.S. expansion and stuff like that. So it was like world war, but, you know, large portions of the world weren't actively involved. That's why you have first world, second world, third world, et cetera. But this one, this time, it's gearing up to be well, everywhere. You know, today is, today is the 80th anniversary of the end of Stalingrad. Mm-hmm. Today wow. is 80, 80 years ago today, the bloodiest conflict in human history ended. The surrender of the German Sixth Army, Field Marshal Paulus, became the highest ranking POW, I think, in, in potentially all of, of World War II um, when, when he surrendered at Stalingrad. But you know, two million people, civilians and military, died in the span of five months. The World War II. In one city. The, it was air power. You know, the reason it wasn't on every on every piece of soil is because the B-52s couldn't reach, or I guess, was it the, B, was it the B-52 at that point, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. massive Still bomber? Is. They saw, like, local range, you know, Britain mm-hmm. to Germany back. or And then the V-2 rockets, Germany to, to Britain. We didn't, now we have lasers from space. We have inter-orbital bomb strikers. You know, there's nowhere is safe on Earth now. Well, I, it's, 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 it's all about this, right? This is exactly what, they're focused on because when when Putin gets up there and says this isn't World War II anymore and we have the ability to strike anywhere on the planet, uh, that is the reality of nuclear war. And that's why the Cold War stayed cold, because there's an interesting dichotomy where obviously nuclear weapons are the most powerful weapon that's ever been created. But they also have this this secondary nature whereby in it creates for almost a more peaceful war. Or a more peaceful world, because if everyone has the ability to destroy everyone else and end all of civilization, it's like everybody standing in the world holding hand grenade with the pin out and your your thumbs down. So, all right, well, I'm not going to drop my hand grenade. You're not going to drop yours either, and then we're all just stuck that way. And then the what? Pro, what is and it? then we have to deal with each other. Trying to like non proliferation agreements, where like, hey, we're going to de- break down all our nuclear weapons, but no one ever does it. Is that the thing? I mean, why would you? You put down your hand grenade. Right. right. <laughs> no, you put your, you put yours down. And first. like, no, let's do it at the same time. Let's do it at the same time. I got same a guy time. in the back room. He may or may not be building hand grenades, but let's just set our hand grenades down at the right, same exactly. time. Right. Exactly. And so, and so, my point is, it's it's not in any country's strategic interest to do this. It much has been brought up of the fact that Ukraine did have some of the, some nuclear weapons uh, at the fall of the Soviet Union, and that which were later transported to Russia, and now that's why they don't have them during this conflict. Well, let's let's talk about this story from uh, Daily Mail. Putin issues threat to U.S. Vladimir says we will deploy more than tanks and warns we have friends on the American continent. Apparently, they're saying that he's 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 brought the nuclear football with him, the, the Russian version of it. And uh, he's making a direct threat to the United States over we're sending these tanks Our German tanks are being sent to Ukraine. Basically, it's NATO. It's all the same thing. And if they use depleted uranium cores or something like or uranium cores in general, he will consider that nuclear war. Mm-hmm. So uh, China. Russia, how close are we? You, you think? Uh, well, I think I do think it's funny that um, that every once in a while, if I if I tweet something about, hey, you should have emergency food, or you know, you should be preparing, or, or you should have a good pillow to sleep on every right. night. Um, when you're when you're in the when that, you're, look, post-apocalyptic world, buildings are falling <laughs> apart. You're gonna wish you had a good pillow. You're gonna wish that. How could you keep? How could you stay awake at night? And keep in mind that just a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, Mike Lindell. 
prepared for this, that out of nowhere, Mike Lindell has been working on a secret project to design and just dropped my pillow too. Is that why they floated the balloon? They're trying to figure out what he's. They're trying. They're trying. trying They don't want it to just get to Montana. They want to get to Minnesota. (laughs) Right. It's because they're trying to get the secret technology. Ilhan Omar is clearly involved. This is why that when she got kicked off, the Chinese are responding to her being Mm -hmm. kicked off because she was supposed to be working in with the pillow conspiracy working in conjunction with the reverse vampires that sure. they wanted to steal the technology from my pillow too. That's Xi the problem with sleeping can't allow upside this. down. We can't allow this. Xi Jinping is sitting in an, in an office room with like all of his command, you know, commanders and generals and they've got a bunch of my pillows and he's like, how, how? And he slams the table. My pillow. But no, 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 go back to your point. You're saying when you tell people to get emergency food and take the stuff seriously. Right, I say take it seriously. And then they, they call you crazy. They call you Tim Foyle. And then you turn on the news and and Putin's talking about nuking the United States and, and Brussels and London and everything else. Uh, China's got spy balloons over Montana we're, over we're our nuclear raptors. arsenals where we scrambled F-22, our most advanced uh, fifth generation fighter. But but you're crazy for wanting some, you know, a little bit of extra food supply for your family to have in the garage. Or the I kept, I, kept, I, kept, I was warning everybody. You no, got, no, t- you were all. No, 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 you, no, no, you yeah. got to buy chickens. That's right. You got to get chickens. And now there's an egg shortage. I tweeted this. I and tweeted this. And, this. and you were the guy. Yeah, it's, it's funny. So we normally have like 180 eggs just stacked on the counters because we're getting like 30 per day. And then when the egg shortage hit, one day I come into the office, the building, the studio, and I look in the kitchen and they're all gone. Like I'm, I'm constantly telling the people who work here, like, guys, take some eggs with you because we have, we have too many. You got to eat them. And like some are getting like two weeks old. Now I don't need to say anything. The egg shortage hit, and people took those eggs. I think that They're coincided gone. with Luke Rutkowski leaving the office. He may have, may, <laughs> or may not have taken a few eggs. All of our eggs go missing. Didn't, didn't they say it was something to do with the chicken feed? No, it was a flu. Yeah. It was an end of flu. flu or something. I've, yeah. I've, these I've also heard Purina. People were like, "Don't buy Purina." I don't want to. I don't know if Purina is doing anything right or wrong. I don't oh know, yeah, but there I've was something that. about chicken feed. You're right. You're right. No, I thought there was something about like there was a chicken feed and it was like a central issue, and then that hurt a lot of chickens, and then they went down, which led to supply chain issues. Like, guys, chickens we are great. Think think about how bad our our country is at this point when we're living through the collapse of complex systems every day. And we, we, we fail at just basic maintenance of our supply chains and pretty much everything where we can't even do eggs anymore. This we is can't what, even this handle eggs. People watch, so I just finished watching 1883. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but, and it's funny because I know my wife is watching and sweetheart, you're the reason that we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> but uh, You should wa- watch it. But I, I, do, I do want to, I do want to. But just seeing people who are, right, so, but we've, we've, I'm but not going to spoil, I'm not going to spoil. I, I had to introduce her to Chevy Chase first. It's 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 like a year and a half, two years old already, right, so, right. but I'm not going to spoil anything because some people may not have seen it. But there's just many things that happen where you're like, man, I can't believe they couldn't deal with that problem. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. I'll give you an example. It's like, oh, I stubbed my toe. Is it bleeding? Guess I'll die. Nowadays, <laughs> right, right. it's like, we have a ton of things you can do. We're not worried about infection. We wash it with soap. Usually fine. You can then maybe put antiseptic on it. Usually fine. Like, did they not? They, they didn't even know to put whiskey on their wounds. I guess they did. Did they? Like, some people did and some people didn't. I mean, it yeah. wasn't universal knowledge. Like, I'm listening to this podcast. Well, this is uh, the Civil War. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, issue. I Just splash was, some whiskey on the wound. He's good. Right. It sounds like a joke, but like, it would actually work. Uh, I'm listening to this podcast about the Kennedy family and just like about the children, the race, whatever. And they had one daughter who was like severely mentally hand- handicapped and they eventually lobotomized her. Lobotomized lobotomized her, yeah. her. And the podcast Eunice. hosts were uh, yeah. Rosemary. Oh, Rosemary. Yeah. Ro- Eunice was her sister. Eunice so I'm sister. super okay, into this it, right now. It. She's the one who like cared for her and eventually started the Special Olympics. But 
the podcast hosts, these two girls who are doing it, were saying like, it seems obvious to us that we're like, don't let her get the lobotomy. But at the time, fewer than 100 people had gone through the surgery. There was a chance it was cutting edge. They said it worked so well. Jeez. And it's this crazy gamble, which did not work, made her much worse, was, was yep. terrible in the end. But like, this is this whole, it's easier for us to look back on 1883 or, or these time periods where it was all experimental. They didn't know how they were going to survive. Well, see, they just needed to. See, I always think about, you know, what is it, what are people going to say about the 2020s, you know, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, what are they going to go back and say, oh my gosh, these these people kept radioactive microwave ovens in their homes. Yeah. They put food yeah. in them, you know, or or self, whatever it is yeah. that well, they look back. You could have lived to be 200 years old. But Why would you do this? Here's a, here's a scary thing. So watch, watch 1883, watch The Last of Us. And there's a scene in The Last of Us that is also very good where they're, Ellie and Joel are walking down the street and then she's like, they see a crashed plane and she's like, did you used to ride in those? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. You got to go in the sky. And he goes, it seemed like it at the time. And that's, that's, that's the main point. With all this stuff, this threat of war, people need to realize what makes it possible for us to, for, I got two monitors right in front of me. We got TV up on the wall. I, have no, I could never make one of these in my entire life. If someone came to me and said, I will give you a billion dollars, make a TV, I'd be like, <laughs> I guess I buy glass and plastic, I don't metal. How, I'm not gonna be able to make this, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You need all of the people and all the different specialties. So as infrastructure starts collapsing or if war really does kick off, there's gonna be little things that you once thought were so, were so stupid and mundane, right. you're gonna be begging for. And that's why I've often said, when we're talking about this or civil war or otherwise, think about something that's extremely common and useful in your house, but also extremely difficult to synthesize. What do you think that is? And then buy it. I was mm. thinking, is, is it maybe mouthwash? How hard is it to make it? It's not really that hard to make alcohol. So maybe not. But I'm thinking like, I don't know anybody. I know people who could probably make alcohol, you know, like whiskey or something. You could figure it out. But like a harsher antiseptic like you know what we have with uh, with mouthwash, although yeah. whiskey probably works. But what do you what do you guys think that is? Like so, the, uh, I'm I'm doubling down on soap. I think soap I'm bullish on soap, soap. soap actually is relatively easy. easy to make. Yeah, just saponify some oils. <clears throat> What's that? Just you saponify oils, hence the word soap. Saponify oils. What do you saponify oils. Oh, okay. Um, what if you have children? Milk. Oh, that's food in general. I mean, that food was the general. thing with the baby. Uh, yeah formula shortage right, right. like all of a sudden at this point where it was that's critical crazy. people mm -hmm. didn't underst understand that babies can't just eat stuff well this is where you got those give a baby stories. a nice big steak and, and, I'll, and I'll, since I threw Tanya on the under the bus a second ago I'll, I'll, I'll do her favor because she was tweeting about that story where um, these these or this mother was trying to you know brought her, her baby into an ER I forget exactly where it was and the baby was completely malnourished. And she said, I don't understand I feed her milk every day but it was almond milk and it was right? almond milk and she said well yeah because we're vegan and so oh. we're trying to raise the baby vegan. Oof. And and they were like, this baby is, is in danger of dying. It's, it's severely malnourished. You can't just make up these decisions. I mean, there's a very specific set of nutrients that especially uh, young children need. Yeah, and especially with that argument, like if you're a vegan and you're saying, oh, giving my kids cow's milk is disrupting the cow's natural system, like you're not stopping the cow's baby from drinking its milk. Why would you stop your baby from drinking milk you specifically produce for it? Like it, it's it's illogical, but it's just so ideological in this this idea that, well, we're vegan, so nothing produced by animals. Vitamin doesn't C. doesn't make any sense. Where do you get your vitamin C? Do you have a will or a trust? It can be scary to think about death, but not having a plan in place if something happens is far scarier. 
Thanks to Trust and Will, you don't have to navigate the complicated and confusing process of estate planning alone. They make it accessible, affordable, and way easier than you thought it could be. Trust and Will walks you through the whole process step by step. Each will or trust is state specific, and you can customize it to your own needs, including guardianship, healthcare preferences, power of attorney, and final arrangements. You'll have easy access and control of all your estate planning documents in one convenient place with bank level encryption. And you'll reduce the burden on loved ones by helping them avoid complicated probate proceedings and family disagreements, all starting at just $199. Join hundreds of thousands of families and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents at trustandwill.com slash Tim. That's trustandwill.com slash Tim. We get it from China. Yeah. No joke. That's crazy. You'd have to. Uh, so I ordered. We ordered carrots. I, I, I think we ordered a bunch of buckets. That's of, good. Of powdered oh, yeah. vitamin C. Yeah. They make it from black mold. Wow. That's yeah, weird. weird. Yeah, carrots, you think? Is that what you said? Carrots. Um, you'd, you'd need, I mean, if you've Peppers got. Peppers have it. I actually live on. Rose hips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do live on a, on, on a lake, so we've got, you know, we've got fish. You know, we can, Fish has vitamin C in it? Uh, no, but they have oh. fish oil. Yeah. So, you know, you can at least, and they've got a, a, a vitamin B12. They've got That's, a bunch of stuff in there. This is the crazy thing to me watching 1883. They're like, well, we got beef, so we got we got food. And I'm like, you just live off of beef for, that's it? You, like, what, you don't mm-hmm. need anything? Like, that's it. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And they think they have like small amounts of like stuff that they had like preserved beforehand, right? Like yeah. for me, I can't say what substance I would like want to know how to make, but I just generally would like to get better at like jarring things or preserving food, mm. right? Because if you can grow all kinds of fresh fruit food, that's great. But if you can't make it last the winter, then come any kind of but, apocalypse, you're done. But keep in mind, Tim, that that our society today as it currently stands is the aberration what we're talking yep. about is the last 10,000 years of human history was exactly yep. that uh, it was where are the plentiful forests where i can go and hunt game mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously agriculture comes along and and okay we're going to we're going to have towns we're going to have society we're going to have civilization but when you break when society breaks down the question is since we've become so accustomed to living this type of life that we have, which is extremely luxurious, that we don't have the ability to just just fend for ourselves, basically. And I think with Last of Us, that's a great example. You know, you mentioned that thing about the the plane, uh, they see a plane crash, right? And I, I think about it when a couple of years ago, I took my kids to Cape Canaveral, and I remember they have the one of the last space shuttles, I think it's the Atlantis, they have in the warehouse there. That, you, you know, it's in the museum, but you yeah. can go see it. And I remember thinking, you know, when I was a kid, we had spaceships and, and we had this thought, particularly in the 90s, prior to 9-11, that it was going to be spaceships and then the next thing was going to be colonies. And then we were just going to keep pushing out for the you know, lunar mm-hmm. colony first and then Mars was going to be next and we were just going to keep going. And this was our destiny, right? This was this is the way we're going to work on things now. And that somewhere along the line, 9-11 happens, we decide to invade the Middle East, then we decide to invade more of the Middle East that wasn't involved in 9-11, then further countries that had nothing to do with the Middle yep. East, now we're in Eurasia, because we've always been at war with Eurasia. And we <laughs> nice. don't seem to have ever gotten back to that basic idea of human progress. Did you watch that video that went viral recently on Twitter where it's a high school workout in 1962? And all, yes. all the young men are yeah. like basically in boot camp. Yeah, They're, they're doing... Man, they're 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 swinging from those bars. I don't know what they're called. Like they're they're holding their own body weight. Monkey bars. 
It's not monkey bars. They're 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 they're, they're like vertical. Yeah, they're vertical. Wow, Ian. Wow. I, don't know, I really dropped wow. the ball on that one. Really, just. <laughs> but man, you can we, stream, man. Yeah, we we rolling poles. I, I don't I don't I don't know what happened to this country, but I kind of feel like the night is always darkest before the dawn. And so, as long as you are working on being self sufficient, D A W N or D O N, before the dawn, Ooh. the dawn, the, <laughs> the night is always darkest before it becomes orange. Before I, I, I think, mean, that's this is actually a really interesting thing you just mentioned. The dawn is orange, and mm -hmm. so is the dawn. That's right. And the night is always darkest before the dawn mm -hmm. comes back. I'm just saying, whatever <laughs> happens, if you're self sufficient, if you get out of the cities, if you get some chickens and maybe a couple goats or something, you will. You'll be okay. If you keep your chickens safe, keep your chickens safe. That's a big, big Bro, deal. I'm telling you, it's going to, you, you, like, if, if, if it really does hit the fan and war breaks out, I'm not talking about infrastructure collapse or societal collapse. I'm talking about the U.S. government saying, we all have to pitch into the war effort, so we're taking all of the copper. We're taking all of the mm -hmm. steel. The, the mm -hmm. eggs are being shipped off to the troops, so you're not going to have eggs. You're going to be eating rice and beans if you're bread, lucky. Bread, bread. They'll love to sell yep. the bread. Say They're going to say, eat the bread. Eat corn. They're going to say, eat the this corn. This is Victory Gardens. And then what's going to happen is- Remember? You're gonna oh, yeah. be you're gonna be sitting yeah. in your in your in your in your living room, and then all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna hear, and you're gonna go what what? And you're gonna run out and you're gonna go ma something's getting the chickens, and it's gonna be a guy in a flannel shirt with a with a handlebar mustache and suspenders running while uh, Peter Bjorn and John is playing, and he's like I'm just so hungry, and you're gonna be like drop my chicken. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a, and then there's gonna be a bunch of other hipsters running around with them. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the hipsters from the city who are like. These people are crazy. I don't need to leave my lifestyle. I can right. stay in my one-bedroom apartment. No chickens for me. They're like, going to steal your chicken and try and eat it. I saw a tweet from Dash Dobrovsky, who I actually want to like a lot. I don't know him, but it said... That's a work, right? That guy's not serious. I he's can't an tell. He this is guy, an actor. He's got to be an actor. No, no, no. But yeah. the no, 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 no. He's literally an actor. Like yeah. a child he's actor. Been, yeah, he's been on a from bunch Hollywood. of TV shows. He was, uh, he, he, his first appearance, I think, was on Jay Leno. So mm. I, he his might whole be, thing's a bit. He might be doing yeah, a character a for Cloud. But his tweet it's a was little, a little over the top for me, but I, I appreciate his tweets. I really like his tweets. I, usually, I, I find it entertaining, but the tweet today was, or from yesterday, men who use guns aren't men, real no, no. men. That, what that, the hell right, is he right, talking right, about? He's talking about Ukraine. He's basically saying that he hates Ukraine. And that anyone in Ukraine is not a real man because they shouldn't have guns. They should be surrendering to Russia. It, it's it's maybe it's a joke. Maybe they, it's hyperbolic. They, they're, the force of their testosterone would be able to, to <laughs> stop the it. Russian they army. I just in assume winter. he meant like you you fight with your hands. Guns Ian, are. It's I get Ian, that. It's because he's not a real personality. He has he's uh, so nuanced. Bro actually did a big takedown on him, showing his IMDb track record, like the movies, the TV shows he's been in, the things he's filmed. It's a bit. He's 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 a he's a cloud chaser. I see. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he really doesn't truly believe everything he says. Me, it's kind of a short sighted statement. So does that mean Alec Baldwin isn't a real man? Alec yes. Baldwin turns and out. Let me let me let me give a special oh, shout out again to. Come. I want to give a special shout out to to Hassan and his fans because when uh, I I did a video saying that Hassan Piker was correct about the cataract surgeries mm -hmm. that Mr. it's, it's thing. yeah that yeah. he was like this fills me with rage that we just don't give these people these things and I was like yeah yeah I, I agree it's like we're spending all this money on war and stuff I think he missed something though when when I said we spent 100 billion dollars on Ukraine right. Hassan's response was to start laughing and then offer mm. up no critique as to why what I said was wrong and his fans all started calling me stupid and they said before that I was right yeah. But as soon as I said, don't support Ukraine with our money, all of a sudden I'm wrong. These people are, I call them neocoms. You know, it's like neocon, but communist. Yeah. They oh, I want you say comics. Neocomical. Neocoms. They, they, they want, they're communists, but they want foreign intervention and war. But you know what it, 
So I they're basically think, like John Bolton and Hassan Piker probably get along really well. I, on the, on the, I don't the think Hassan wants how, how to solve the, the Ukraine. Crisis. I don't think he wants war. I think he was pissed because you. He thinks that what you're doing is is deferring to um, conservative agitprop, as he refers to it as. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the the blindness thing is ridiculous that we're not helping blind people. But then when no, you mention bro, Ukraine, he's, he's like, why are you talking about conservative news all what of a conservative sudden? Conservative news. Just Ukraine in his mind. He, it, it, it's well, like a conservative. He, thing. he literally says in that clip. The military industrial complex is the problem and we shouldn't be giving them our money. And that's literally what I said. A hundred billion dollars going into foreign wars and countries that are not on our border. I think it was gender stuff, Pakistani gender stuff. You know, there's a meme about this, That was the crux. The starter pack of I'm I'm edgy, but it's okay to tweet these things. Mm -hmm. And then he agreed with me and says they're doing that gender studies thing as a liberal PR. So he basically agrees with my points, but then rallies his followers to attack because it's not real commentary. Real commentary is when Hassan says... I, I, I'm filled with rage watching, watching this Mr. Beast thing. And then I say, I see a lot of people criticizing Hassan, but I agree with him that we're spending $100 billion overseas in war, that we spent $10 million on, on gender studies in Pakistan, when a single dollar of that could have gone towards medical care in this country. He then agrees with those points because he has to, but then insults me, derides me, and then rallies his followers against me. You start insulting me because it's not real commentary. Real commentary would be assessing the political position, analyzing it, and then either agreeing or disagreeing and making your, making your statement, not just going, ha, 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 he thinks we should be at war in Ukraine. But anyway, that's my point about Desp- D- Dabrowski. I don't want to go off on. But I do. On, I do have an interesting Hassan. The, it, similar take to Hassan. But I, th- I think and it, it's it's more in line with what you're saying, that it's, it's not just Ukraine, though, because what you're dealing with. And I think what a lot of people were dealing with with the response to Mr. Beast was cognitive uh, dissonance. It was a classic textbook case of cognitive dissonance, because. Here comes a guy who just fronts the money for this surgery and is able to cure a thousand people's blindness in seemingly overnight in an instant. And it, whereas, costs, it costs about $6,000 per surgery. And, and think about what we've been doing as a country for the last three years. It's been crisis after crisis after crisis where the media, your favorite influencers, your, uh, your government officials are telling you that you must care about the current thing. The current thing is the most important thing in the world, uh, the going thing they used to call it in the UK, that this must be dealt with and it doesn't matter how much it costs, whether it be uh, diversity and systemic racism, whether it be uh, COVID and we must we must defeat COVID and we must have the vaccine mandates. It has to be this. It has to be done. And anyone against us is uh, is, is part of the problem. And, and of course, remember Biden giving speeches about this. And now that that thing is war in Eurasia. We've always been at war in Eurasia. It must be this. And suddenly, so there's that moment of clarity where it's like the Principal Skinner meme, right? Of, am I out of touch? And then immediately it comes right back that, no, it must be the children who are wrong. That's cognitive dissonance. I want to jump to this next story. We got this one from the Wall Street Journal. Rep Ilhan Omar ousted from Foreign Affairs Committee by GOP. And, uh, you know, I don't really care that they removed her. I agree with Matt Gates when he said removing her from her committee simply because you don't like what she said is kind of stupid. But I think he voted to oust her, right? He voted in line with the Republicans. Is that what it was? I think I, ever, I saw that everyone did. Yeah, all the Republicans were in did. favor. And and I think what he said was, this is different. This is not just removing Schiff or Swalwell from a committee. This is putting up to a vote. And then, you know, the vote, of course, succeeded. But here's what I want you to see. You guys ready to listen to this? No. Yeah. Democrats scream no. Oh, good. ...is on adoption of the resolution. Those in favor say aye. Aye! Those in favor say no. No! Opinion of. Oh my God. 
Let's say, make it louder. Make it louder. Play it again. Keep going. Yes. They're still going. And without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Oh, so misspeak. Those in favor say yay. Those in favor say nay. Like, and she was say those no. against say no. Not Wait, those what? in favor say yay. Those in favor say Wait, no. Tim, I think you got to play it again. Okay, yeah, play it. I think you got to play it again. Those in favor say no. Oh, yeah, that's Those weird. against say no, lady. So, wait, wait. Basically, she tricked them. <laughs> so, everyone she got agreed. a unanimous, well, it, it, yeah, unanimous removal of Ilhan Omar. It depends on the, the text of the motion. It's the opinion of... It's the opinion oh, is so on good. adoption of the resolution. Those in favor say aye. Those in favor say no. Everyone's in favor. Have you ever opinion seen... Of, that she like bugs bunnied them. <laughs> they they, they, yeah. they weren't listening and so they all yelled no straight into my veins <laughs> have you oh, seen wait, wait, like wait, a little more. kid have a meltdown that's there, what there, really there, wait, hit me hit me with some of that to leave hit me with some oh, of that you got, here you go oh, here yeah. you go hit me with some of that the gentlewoman's time has expired like, oh, will not be silenced the gentlewoman's time has expired Omar I am so time has expired that our country is failing you today through this chamber the gentleman is no longer recognized, and the the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized. They cut her mic because she's still yeah. going. They she's, cut her mic because she's still going. You could hear yelling. She's oh. crying. She's in his. Oh, Tori Bush behind her is crying, and it's like, oh, yes. dude, they they removed her from a committee. It's not the end of the world. It's, she's she still, still gets to be in Congress. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've had that on a, on a repeat in my office pretty much all day. Today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I that, remember these are like the same kinds of people who were like. Donald Trump does not conduct himself with dignity. Lauren Boebert and Marge Taylor Greene heckling during whatever speech. Oh, right. These are bad. Like, I'm sorry, are you not holding yourself to the same conduct that you apparently expect everyone else to? there's one more, isn't there? Uh, I don't. I don't have the Cory Bush one pulled up. No, the AOC. AOC You've got. Oh. You got to have the AOC. I hope. I, that, I hope it. that my friend Alex Stein hasn't seen this. It might put him <laughs> in the hospital uh, when he sees the the AOC video today. But it, let me address something very quickly right here, because this is called retaliation. The okay, right we got didn't the start this, and I, I'd like to uh, retribution. This is retribution. Mm-hmm. Retribution and retaliation. We are putting points on the board. And this is something where if, if you saw Jordan Peterson has this whole thing now about, oh, we need to be careful that, uh, you know, the left doesn't use this. kind. Of, I'm sorry. Have you seen the left lately? Have you seen what they're doing? Have you seen what they're doing to children? Guess what? We, we, we are going in and we are going to use whatever tactics necessary to correct the problem. And if there is a tactic that's already been used against people on the right, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like they tried to do it, to, I don't even care. I don't even care who it is. I don't care what they said. I don't care what they did. We are going to use it back tenfold until it stops. I get, well, do you think it'll make it? I don't know if it'll make it stop, though, because it's like saying, okay, nobody can hit anybody. Then the kid hits the other kid and you're like, oh, uh, and then the kid's like, I want to hit him. Well, in some situations, you're like, you know what? Yeah, hit him back then. No, no, no. If you got hit, I, I you, you can hit him back and then no more hitting. Until the entire system is corrected. And this is the difference between the new right and the old right. The old right will sit there and and complain about, oh, but we're, you know, we're, we're you know, how dare we use those drop boxes? We shouldn't use drop boxes at all. And the new right will be like, I want drop boxes in the back of every church in the country. Yeah. We had uh, Rick Santorum on and he's like, we can't impeach Joe Biden. We don't do that. We're better. And I'm just like, oh, then you lose, you know. 
Rick Santorum was my first boss in politics. <laughs> and uh, nothing, I mean, look, nothing, res- nothing but respect for RJS. Nothing res- but respect for the senator. Nothing but respect for uh, for what he did. And by the way, being one of the first people to say things like, it takes a family to raise a child, not a village, not a socialist system. Um, but I do think, yes, at some point you got to take the gloves off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to keep losing, I get it. I can respect the attempt at honor and integrity. But uh, look, man, I, we're just at this point where, you know, as, as I was mentioning with Hassan, you know, that, that segment, I, I, I did a response to him, it was like a half an hour long, because Ian pulls up this video the other day where he, it's like Hassan calls out, or Tim Pool calls him out, like I was defending him. But the point is, the reason I bring it up again, if you literally can't even agree with these people, and they'll come after you, or deride you, or insult you, then there's no point in trying anymore, and you're not going to win anything by just giving people who are crying what they want. And in this regard, you take a look at what, what we have the AOC video. I'll play this one. You look at what happened when Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gosar get removed. They're like, this is an injustice. Well, you'll, you'll see what happens. They literally cry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like that meme where the, where the feminist is throwing manure over the wall into the internet yeah. and says opinions. And then when people throw it back, she goes, help misogyny. It's like, dude, here, here you go. You guys ready for AOC? Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Always. Wait, hold, no, no, no. All right, there we go. A gentlewoman is recognized for one minute. Let's go. Thank you. Now, as also as a fellow New Yorker, I think one of the things that we should talk about here is also one of the disgusting legacies after 9-11 She's has been the targeting it. and racism Already against Muslim Americans throughout the United uh-huh. States of America. Gestures. And this is an extension of that legacy. Consistency, there is nothing there. consistent with the Republican Party's continued attack except for the racism and incitement of violence against women of color in this body. I had a member of the Republican Ooh, here we go. Like my slam poetry. And it is. All and the Republican caucus rewarded him with one of the uh, most Gosar. prestigious. She's saying that claiming that Gosar's anime video. Gosar yeah. posted Attack on Titans, yeah. which showed her as a gigantic human-eating monster being uh, uh, slain by warriors. It was a threat on her life. It was distasteful, in my opinion. Like, I understand the humor behind it, but I'm like, I don't know if it's appropriate. You want to, you know, put that kind of I've seen out there when people took memes of the remember the first Kingsman movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you remember I'm not going to describe it because we're on YouTube. This isn't the third hour. Maybe oh, about then. right. Right. But right, you remember yep. the, the church scene. Yeah. And they took like uh, Colin Firth is like kills everybody. Different, different. You know, I'm just going to say political opponents and attach them to that. It's, it's a. I, I wouldn't post something like that. Yeah, it's right. like a will you read that being said, kind of she hung out with Gosar. He threatened my life. She hung out with Gosar during the McCarthy vote, and you could see the pictures yeah. of her like All, everyone being like, "What very, is this?" It's looking very it's into him mm-hmm. while she's sitting. Next. Look, that picture, it, by the way, is. Some interesting and stuff she's, going on that right picture. now, she knows she's being filmed and she's campaigning. Congress, don't tell me this is about consistency. Oh, yeah. Don't tell oh, yeah. me that this is about an I mean, she's up for re-election. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. When you have a member oh, she's of the Republican for, she's Caucus looking who has talked Senate. about Jewish yeah. space lasers. and Never happened. She's Marjorie that. Taylor Greene literally never said that. This nope. is insane. Never said she it. did say in a, in a Facebook post, could lasers have started these fires? And then she made one reference to funding from a bank. And then the media was like, but that bank was owned by Jewish people. Therefore, she's talking about Jewish people. And now 
AOC goes on the floor of the house and says Jewish space lasers. An, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. That's Don't tell me because I didn't first. get a single apology when my life was threatened. I love it. Her I life love was the never spice. threatened. I love the spice. These people are evil. I love the spice. Oh, I love it. No, I love her. I love her. I'm sorry. Like the, a church this preacher is, thing. This, yeah, right? I this think is it's evil. spoken word poetry. Is. This is, what, this is what she, she hits the table when when she is performing mm -hmm. to manipulate the public to gain power. That to me is what evil is. I mean, there's other forms of it. Don't get me wrong. You know, like killing people and stuff like that. But I'm saying this is malevolent. You're saying what corruption. she's doing to the people who are receptive and like we're laughing about it. We're being we're being jovial, but you can hit the quote tweet button on Twitter right now, I'm sure. And you will find people that are absolutely lapping this up. Yeah. And they're crying. It's like, I'm break my heartbreak for this country. Thank you, AOC. And Thank you for so speaking up. These are the same people who believed her when she implied, and you know what I'm going to bring up, she implied that she was in the Capitol on January 6th and that people were coming to kill and no, 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 rape no, no, and no, no, kill no, no, her. No, 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 no. She made that story up in its entirety. Mm -hmm. AOC said in a live stream that someone was pounding on her door and she went and hid in the bathroom yep. and, and then heard, where is she? That's right. Where is she? The That's only right. problem. First, every conservative comes out and says, hey, wait a minute. She wasn't in the Capitol building. And everyone in media... Huffington Post, they came out and said, yes, but they're connected. And she was scared that they made it through the tunnels. And I had a dude from Huffington Post reach out to me and say, hey, you're wrong about your tweet. You need to take it down. AOC, those buildings are connected. And then I responded with, I talked to him. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize. So I took the tweet down and I was like, my, my bad. I'll show a correction. So you then tweeted, I, and then that's what I, put I, the, I, checked, the I checked the timeline. And then I said, wait, 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 wait. And I messaged the Huffington Post guy back and said, yes, the times frame she mentioned in this story no one breached the building until an hour afterwards and he was like no that that must be a mistake then he got back to me and he goes oh you're actually right yep aoc lied yep. that whole story is a lie what really happened was the police were evacuating the building if aoc knew and it was an hour in advance that people were going to storm the building why didn't she tell anybody because either she knew in advance before anyone breached the building, that they were going to, that it was going to happen, or she's fabricating a story. Was this before the, okay, so when you look at the timeline, and of course, you know, shout out to Revolver News and Darren Beatty on this. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. We know that the timing of when Ray Epps first hit those barricades was almost precisely coincidental 
right, precisely coincided with when the pipe bombs were reported outside of the DNC and the RNC, almost like someone was trying to divert resources away from that initial. And by the way, when I say the initial barricades, these are hundreds of feet away from the steps of the Capitol itself. These are all this is what you would consider part of the the lawn or the National Mall. But so at that that point, had this knock on the door happened yet, did she know about the pipe bombs or yes. did this even precede that? I don't know if she knew. I don't know what she knew. But the evac- the reason the, some, the cop knocked on her door was that they were evacuating because of the pipe bombs. And that was a full hour before the Capitol was actually breached. So AOC had no reason to believe. Now, what she's doing is, in my opinion, using hindsight. Now that she knows it happened, she's using that image in people's minds to say, how scared was I when they were coming in the building? Right. But think about at the time, not a single person knew the Capitol would be breached. So her story makes no sense. It's a fabrication. Mm-hmm. She is a liar. She is malevolent. She is an S- evil person. Sometimes victims of trauma misremember, you know, in the call. Bro, it lie. was literally, it wasn't even 24 hours later she told this story. Yeah, but she, she misremember. Could, it was like a few hours later she's like, here's what happened. But it's you like, know, like when what? a victim in the park gets jumped by a dude and she's telling the story to the cop, she's like, yeah, he was wearing a black jacket with a, they're like, do you know what color his hat was? Uh, what what time red, what, what time I were you read? jumped? Um, I, yeah. think it, I think it was 8 p.m. And it turns Man, out it was 10 the, o'clock. The, and it, it wasn't 10 o'clock. Uh, uh, was the sun out? Um, the sun was out. Why was the sun out at 10 p.m.? Uh, I made the story. Yeah, that's why. There are examples of like oh, on, victims dude. talking Bro, and, spare me. and misremembering. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not well, this is why this. you can't take witness testimony as fact. Well, okay. I think AOC like, goes on her Instagram and lies like she always does. Stop defending but her. But whether, what she, no, Ian, I get whether what or not she was saying, being malicious. I don't think this is that, that situation. Yeah. I don't think this is that situation at all. I it's feel like malice. your yours is closer to like if someone got jumped and the first thing they did was go to the media instead this, of the this cops, is why right? this is why victims don't serve on juries by the way you you cannot claim that AOC who was evacuated specifically because of a bomb threat and that's what they were told then accidentally conflated that she thought before the b- before the breaching of the Capitol that the Capitol had been breached they went to the tunnels made their way to her office and then tried breaking into her room that's insane. Well, they say the Capitol, I think the Capitol grounds had been breached if bombs had been placed on yeah, but the Capitol grounds. But that's what I'm talking about, is when they're decide, they are using the most expansive definition you could think of in terms of Capitol grounds. And right. th- these are normally uh, public areas. This is why, and I was there on January 6th covering it for OAN, that this is why a lot of those people who are walking around on the grass didn't think they were doing anything wrong because that's no, on any other day you're just allowed to walk around there. Uh, right. This was and, not and, the steps. This wasn't the buildings. doors. This wasn't anything like that. And so uh, where, and where Ray the- Epps and those guys who were maskless, by the way, cutting down barricades while President Trump was already was still talking. Uh, those guys never identified, never charged, and they set up the entire thing. And many of the people who walked onto the grounds into the building were behind where the barricades were breached. So Correct. imagine you're you're a bumbling dotard with a bunch of people walking around confused. There's no barricades. It's a straight path up That's to right. a door and the police open the door and say, don't agree with it, but I respect it. And you're like, I wonder what this, I wonder what that's about. Yeah. 
That was that was on one side of the building. On the other side, you had people fighting. Don't get me wrong; those people should be locked up. I remember but standing a lot of these on top people of, didn't even know that there were barricades in the first place. I remember standing on top of 101 Constitution Ave, and I said that exact same thing as it was happening. I said the people at, because on Constitution Avenue, it's 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 it, you're all the way back. You have no clue what's going on at the front, so you're just walking up, and it's you're just following the crowd at that point. And 101 Constitution, believe it or not, of course, same. Uh, address where the Penn Biden Center is, where they found the classified documents. Um, so I'm standing on the roof of that saying, these people are going to walk in and they're going to get blamed for this and they're going to have no clue what transpired before yep. because already cell phone service was down, signal was down. You had no clue. You had no way to be able to find out what had happened. And so even when they made all these arguments about Trump's tweets, et cetera, et cetera, how would you know, right? There was no way to get access well, to Twitter or anything like that. We talked to... Uh, Lect- uh, well, they call him Podium Guy, but it was a lectern. Right? Mm-hmm. And he said that he had no idea. Like his his phone's basically dead and off and he's walking around confused. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then he leaves and all of a sudden he's like all over the news and they're posting these pictures of him. Yeah. He had no idea what was happening. And they tried to make it seem like he was stealing it when he actually said he moved it like 20 feet, put it down and then did like a, you know, yelled something and then w- walked away. So like somebody else had moved it and he was moving it back. No, no, no. He saw it under the stairs or something and then picked it up and put it in the middle of the room and then like said like haha like he was giving a speech and then just walked away wow oh they made and they made it seem like he was stealing it from somewhere yeah i um i pulled up a tweet from ilhan omar from earlier today from i guess this was from about noon today and it says i'll read it for you it says uh representation matters we we didn't come to congress to be silent we came to congress to be a voice for families who are displaced in refugee camps and those seeking justice around the world so where were you when mtg was stripped of all our committees Good question. Show, show me one of these people who are so upset right now, who are screaming, who are crying, who are are losing their minds. Did they defend MTG? Well, it's well, a simple well, question. We're talking about seeking justice. Read that again. Well, well she, she was read, 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 read the same again. way she was. Read, read From the top, representation matters. We didn't come to Congress to be silent. We came to Congress to be a voice for families who are displaced in refugee camps and those seeking justice around the world. Wait, because wait, that's wait. what this child survivor of war would have wanted. No, she came to Congress to represent her Minnesota district. That's my Just point. First of all, of district, when she says whole thing. we right. didn't come to Congress, who's we? It's it's Ilhan. Who's we didn't come to Congress? Who are you talking about? You I and like a she's group of co conspirators? Like, Ilhan, it's you. Maybe she's uh, talking about her brother. Maybe, maybe. And also, you mean, you mean her husband? You her make, husband? Tim, <laughs> you make a good point, Tim, that you know, Ilhan, you didn't go to Congress to, to be a voice for refugees around the world. You went there to represent the people of Minnesota. In that one small part but, of Minnesota. But not really. I mean, she's telling you what she came to Congress for, right? I think no, she's no, being honest. Right. She she she's actually being honest there, yeah. world. I mean, I think she is being honest. Yeah. And she's taking on a like, greater... Everyone understand. in her district should now be like, oh, interesting, interesting. That's who you Ian, identify as your constituents. What you've just identified, though, is a trend line that connects the, the Chinese spy story, the spy balloon story, to this where we have to understand that the United States government or the GAE or whatever you want to call it, the globalist American empire is, is run throughout with foreign interests that we've got foreign interests controlling so much of our government. We've got so much influence from wealthy foreign governments, whether it be Iran, whether it be China, uh, whether it be Qatar, that are, uh, whether it be Saudi Arabia, et cetera, that are pushing their interests through these members of Congress, because you're allowed to raise money from anywhere in the country, right? You can't, you don't just have to raise money from your own district. So you're representing not only the people who vote for you, but the people who fund your campaign. Do like Saudi princes fund PACs that fund 
can't that fund politicians? Probably. What do you think? My guess is yes. (laughs) Legally, a Saudi prince is not legally allowed to give a hundred million dollars to a candidate. I would imagine. No, no, no no American citizen could do that. Yeah, or even a million bucks. What what, what I always say to the campaign finance reform, like the people who spurg out on that. Um, and you, you find a lot of like a lot of people on the left really spur out. They say, "Oh, we need to have like this law and that law." And it's, the money's going to get there. The money's going to get there either way, right? The money's always going to find a way to get into these areas. And so this is a fundamental flaw with the system that if you've got more money, uh, not always, but you know, if you're looking at a race like Congress, where you know how many people can name their congressman or or member of Congress, yep. that. You know, you're going to say, well, I've seen that guy's name a bunch. I guess I'll vote for him. Or, hey, this guy seems crazy because you've got a well-funded uh, smear campaign against them. And say, oh, well, I can't vote for that guy because that's not, well, that's that's the Jewish space lasers lady. I couldn't vote for her. But I, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez told me that she's the Jewish space laser person. Now, fortunately, Marjorie Taylor Greene's in a district where I don't think they're going to be listening to AOC very much. But Lauren Boebert isn't. And a, a well-funded opponent could come in against Lauren Boebert very easily. You saw this almost happen, mm-hmm. right? Where I don't think people realized how close she came, something like 500 votes. Yeah, extremely close. And so close. this is always going to be a problem with the American model of government. Because of the representative, the House of Representatives can be bought off or bribed by corporate people that want to give their laws so the representative pass their laws into the Senate. If there were no representatives, if this was all like direct representation where you gotta, you'd have to bribe 700,000 of us if you want our district to vote a certain way. Not going to happen. Not, not likely. Not as likely as one person. Uh, they would still pay lawyers to pass laws into the Senate. So it's either like the richest people are always going to dominate politics or the most intelligent and able to write laws will, could possibly. I could see like a well-educated populace could take, become more valuable than the monetary system. But what happens is the people that are rich will buy the intelligent people off the lawyers and stuff, and they'll find the smartest lawyers to write the best laws for them, and then it becomes like a bidding war. I, I, yeah, I kind of agree. A reason with you. I don't that, see a way out. There's a reason that when we talk about Davos, so Davos just ended, and this is sort of the meeting of the globalist American empire, where they where they sit and sort of cackle around about what they're going to be doing. And there's an interesting t- take on that because I think people realize that it's it's how. It's tough to put a specific word to it, but we understand that when, when you see the AOC performative art and the theater from Rashida Tlaib, we realize that these aren't the actual people that are making the decisions. These aren't the people that are actually ruling over us. These aren't the people that are setting the agenda. And you're seeing that more and more, even in the Biden administration, as they're removing longtime allies and uh, confidants and advisors like Ron Klain, and then getting in people like Jeff Zenz, who's a Bain Capital uniparty guy, the same way that he's sort of like, you know, the Democrat side of Bain, the way that Romney was the Republican side of Bain, but they're really the same company, right? It's a great, it's actually a perfect example for us to understand this, that this is how the uniparty works. So they're able to get their people in and uh, even the Biden administration itself, nobody nobody sits there and talks about the incredible Biden campaign and the mastery of the uh, you know this name. Who was Biden's campaign manager? John Podesta. I have no idea. Right, so whoever Hillary so was, I guess. Obama's campaign managers went on to have some of the most successful media careers. They run some of the most successful podcasts on the left right now with the Biden campaign. Who did they launch? There's nothing. There's absolutely because people understand that that was 
predominantly the power structure deciding to pluck him up and bring him in as president. And we call this the globalist American empire. They, they said, stay alive, Joe Biden. All we need is your corporeal form. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's that was, exactly that was, right. That was, a, that was a news article. What was it? Atlantic they wrote there, something like that? Yeah. Stay alive, Joe Biden. Let me see if I can find this. But one. I think... I think what we're seeing now, though, and this is why, to go back to 101 Constitution, I'm, I'm Atlantic, there you go. The Atlantic, same is. thing, right. And what, what date did that come out? This is uh, was March 24th, 2020. March Democrats so he wasn't even the, little, little, little. Democrats he wasn't the need little from the front runner beyond his corporeal presence. It's crazy. <laughs> they were right. That. And that's they're, pretty they're much all we have. saying, mm-hmm. you will not have a president. Mm-hmm. You will have a, 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 a figurehead in an, an old retiree. A, a vessel. Yep. And that's, and that's, we need someone to sit in the chair, but he's not going to really do it. But I think, I think what we're seeing right now with the classified documents coming out, with Hunter Biden very stupidly um, admitting that the laptop was his. Um, oh, that was amazing! You know, threatening to fire lawsuit, file wow. lawsuits against those of us that were that were spreading <laughs> it in twenty. Which please do, by the way, please sue me, Hunter Biden. I'd I'd be more than happy to get discovery in a lawsuit with Hunter Biden. So please, Hunter Biden, have your lawyers contact my lawyers. Sue me, sue me right now. I figured out uh, Biden's campaign manager was Greg Schultz. Oh, who's that? What's he up to now? Uh, you see what I mean? <laughs> That's exactly my point. It's kind of the same way that, like, it, when we were talking about the current thing earlier, that during, in, in, if you weren't old enough to remember the sort of post 9 11 era, we were, you know, suddenly we became. Uh, experts in the Middle East. And, you know, you had to know, you know, who's the best prime minister for Afghanistan? Is it Ashraf Ghani? Or is it is it Karzai? Uh, who should be the next leader of Iraq? And we must topple Saddam Hussein because Saddam Hussein is the is, you know, the greatest threat to world, uh, world peace right now, the same way you've got people talking about toppling Iran, you know, tomorrow. But here we are, a couple, what, two decades later, and nobody talks about Iraq anymore. We know Taliban, the Taliban retook Afghanistan. Nobody even mentions them because you're not told to mention them. I thought that the other day. I was like, all these people that are like, hey, we want Russians out of Ukraine. It is not right for a country to invade a smaller foreign country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were they when they were talking about pulling our troops out of Iraq? Like when the Americans, yep. we're still invading Iraq. Iraq, Libya. We, st- we still have troops Syria. in Syria yep. right now. So get them out. So get them out. I, I, Speak I, up about it. I, that, that, that's why I hate to bring it up again. But when, when Hassan did his response to me and he's like, the military industrial complex is bad, but we should be in Ukraine. It's like, what do you think that is? What do you think all of this has always been? But this, that's an excellent point, Ian, that all these people are like, Russia. What did Kamala Harris say? Russia is a big country. And they invaded a little country, and mm-hmm. that's why it's bad. It's like, oh, well, the United States is a big country, and we invaded a couple little countries. I, was that bad? I will actually give Kamala Harris credit on that because, for a little bit because I try, to, I try to find things that I like about the other side, and, and, and it, it makes it harder that way, right? Um, you have to be easy to just rip on them. But she actually does have a point that you don't really hear that when people are talking about the strategic military calculus of, well, we're going to send more tanks. Well, okay, but how many tanks? Well, like 15 Okay, well, how many tanks does Russia have? They have 1,200, right? So what are your 15, what, what are 15, and Zelensky says this all the time. He said it on an interview with Trey Ingst uh, at Fox News today, that he said, well, you're going to send 15 tanks. They have thousands of tanks, 
What difference is this really going to yeah. make to us? Are you going to send F-16s? But then if you send F-16s, who's going to fly them? How are you going to train someone? What are the logistics for that? What is the maintenance for that? And then keep in mind, they say, okay, well, we'll build a maintenance facility. Well, yeah, well, guess what the next cruise missile is going to fly into, right? You don't have to take out all the tanks, just take out the maintenance facility. We've been talking about the, the collapse of complex systems. Well, when you're in wartime, you just amplify that by about 100. Imagine, you know, you can't find the right lug nut because, oh, wait, uh, American tanks use the conventional system but European tanks use the metric system, right? So you're, where are you going to find the right pieces for a leopard that fit in Abrams, et cetera, et cetera? All of these issues that come into play. I want, I want to pull up the uh, Hunter Biden story. Right, right, this, yeah. this is an amazing story right here. Uh, CNN Politics. Hunter Biden calls for criminal probe and aggressive new legal strategy. This is my, fa <laughs> my, this is my favorite thing, favorite thing here, right? They say, uh, the allegations made in letters to the Delaware Attorney General, uh, the Justice Department's National Security Division and the IRS marked the first time President Joe Biden's son and his legal team have publicly acknowledged that it was his personal data purported to be found on a laptop left at a Delaware repair shop. Let me just come out and say, Hunter Biden, thinking he's going on the legal offensive, says he wants a criminal probe into the laptop. And even CNN was like, wow, he admitted it was his. Now, here's the best part. They came out. I don't know if I actually have it. Here we go. Yeah, from Jackie Heinrich. Attorney for Hunter Biden tells me letters requesting investigation into the laptop repair store owner, Julian and others, are not acknowledgement the laptop is in fact Hunter's, which makes no sense. <laughs> because if it's not his, then he's not the victim. If it's not his, he's not the victim. So, so, so then he's got... By no the way, and he's not a victim anyway, because it's salvage law. Well, I guess the, the argument he's trying to make is, and they've long made this, is that maybe the laptop was uh, someone hacked his data put it on a laptop and then dropped it off there to to, to trick everyone at it's, this point it's a conspiracy at this point that laptop that hard drive that we were going through in october of 2020 when steve bannon handed me and raheem a copy of that thing and said have at it boys that uh, not a single person has been able to come through and find anything that was changed that was altered that was added that was edited not once and he, by the way this isn't just like a copy of files it's an actual clone of his laptop from that period of time well so, it was his actual laptop yeah and then copies of the hard drive were made that's right so i mean you're when i when I, you you actually need a um you need a, a mac os from that time frame in order to even boot the thing yeah that's how much of a clone it is did he have wow. any games on that laptop? Or if you don't have to, if you're not allowed to answer, then you don't have to answer. That's not something. It's that a Max. I was and Max are probably not. For, you're not trying to get a Max picture of what he's into. What doesn't oh, we, oh I saw plenty person. of pictures. I saw. Jeez. More well, the crazy thing to. is, uh, is that there's so much information still on the laptop that's not been released, and it's because people don't know what to look for. So when a story comes out like mm. the classified documents, right? Then people go, let's search for this information and see if we can find anything. Oh, hey, wow, there's emails. So, well, it's also like you you get more information, and then because there's a lot of it, because it's it's you know you're getting chains of emails, but you don't always get the start, the end, etc. Or you see names, and, and some of these people aren't necessarily mentioned in in press. So you're not sure exactly who it is and you have the ability to take lead on it. But again, it's it's just someone's personal laptop. So there's thousands and thousands of emails on it. So mm -hmm. what uh, what happens is exactly what you just said, that something happens in the real world and that gives you new context to go back to and look at the exact same thing that you had seen a million times before, but then realize what it there's is. There's a ton of emails on the laptop. And if you don't know what you're looking for, you're seeing static like on the TV. But if someone points out, hey, 
Hunter Biden lived at this house and there were classified documents here. Someone says, okay, let me search the database and see if these keywords come up. Whoa, they did. You don't even know what to look for until you know what to look for. You know what I mean? Precisely. What's so the- so they're, they're not calling for a lawsuit, though. They want, he wants a criminal probe. So are they going to they gonna send the DOJ after you, Jack? <laughs> Greater men than you have tried. <laughs> what, yeah, what's the probe all, what's Biden. a criminal probe all about? What would that entail and what's the purpose? I don't know. Like, like, I guess they're arguing maybe like Computer Fraud and Abuse Act or something. Disem- like they're seeing if there's enough there to charge them with a criminal. Which, by the way, and, and I'm just going to say it publicly, that when I, whenever we booted this thing up, there was something I said from day one. I said, do not connect this thing to the internet. Don't connect it, not one second, because I don't, and I don't even know, but if his Apple ID is associated with that thing, then if you connect this to the internet, which I've never done, then if it starts sinking, let's say his Apple ID hasn't changed, it oh, starts yeah. sinking, now you're in violation because now you're downloading new information that was not left mm. with Johnny McIsaac mm. at that store. Oof. And by the way, chatted with lawyers, et cetera, et cetera, about all of this uh, extensively. And and that was sort of the, the point was that anything that was left at the store was left. Yeah, there are so many copies of this laptop floating around now, it's crazy. Yeah. I hear from like random people, they're like, oh yeah, our news team's doing it. And I'm like, wow. Hmm. Must like to be Hunter, you know. Look, uh, don't get cracked out. Don't, and leave your laptop. D- yeah, don't yeah. don't smoke crack and leave your laptop lying around. Which I, I love that story. That um, if you remember early on, there were a bunch of like you know journalists saying, "Well, that that story of Bannon and, and Rudy Giuliani's never made any sense." I mean, you never heard of a crackhead losing something? <laughs> They're <laughs> right? very very like, irresponsible. Right? You don't right? understand. <laughs> they they of get a crackhead losing their laptop. I mean, not, that's not just the most that. obvious story I could think of. I wouldn't be surprised if he's also rich. He didn't care about the laptop, so when it yeah. broke, he probably just was like, "You know, I'm not going to go and pick it up. I don't know. I got other things to do. Forgets about it, and then mm-hmm. someone's like, you ever go get your laptop back? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I'll sync what the laptop? data on my new computer. One I'm of the big sick. angles that I've I've always – he could have just forgotten, too. Oh, where's yeah. my laptop? And thought he, he totally. lost it, looking around for his laptop the next day. What the heck did I do with that thing? Um, and then just goes and buys a new one because he thinks he lost it. Something that I do want to bring up, though, because we've been talking about the potential for foreign influence, we've been talking about how our country is owned, all of the information that we have on that laptop, all of the the data, all of the voicemails, the talks of the Chinese Communist Party, the deals with Burisma, the Ukrainian energy firm who just had their uh, their former owner, the money guy behind it, the oligarch Igor Kolomoisky, was raided this week by the government of Ukraine. So they're wow. clean, they're cleaning up loose ends over there. That uh, guy had been a huge backer of Zelensky, by the way, as well, in, in his TV show and his campaign. He was just raided. So, you know, GAE is, 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 is tying up loose ends. But the when I think of this and I compare it to sort of like a dossier that we would see in the IC, that this isn't a dossier. Or if it is a dossier, this is the dossier that Hunter Biden had on himself, right? This isn't right. something that an intelligence uh, organization would put together. So imagine what... Eastern European intelligence services have on Hunter Biden from what he was doing there that even he didn't save. Imagine what the Chinese Communist Party and the Ministry mm-hmm. of State Security yeah. uh, Second Bureau has on this guy because this is the stuff that he wasn't filming himself, saving himself, recording himself. What was the stuff that was too hot for Hunter Biden to yeah. even put out there, right? So that's what they have on him. And I think I think at this point what we're really seeing, and it's it's you know, it's an interesting story to get into but it's it's the power of the biden family is over um they're pretty much dying they're they're spent and they're going to take 
they're going to take old man Biden, old man Joe, and they're going to hold him by the liver spotted hand. They're going to give him a glass of warm milk and maybe some, you know, mashed peas and Brussels sprouts. And they're going to walk him out the front door. And then Gavin Brussels sprouts are a little too hard for old, you know, well, steam Brussels sprouts. Mm. Yeah. If you, if you steam yeah, them. My, my mom used to steam them. They're, they're very Brussels soft. Brussels sprouts are good. Yeah. I actually like them. I, I like, I like the them stem. I like so them grilled. grilled. Then they're going to walk yeah. him out of the White House. He's done. They'll send him off to Rehoboth. They'll send him off to Wilmington. Whatever. You know, Rehoboth's nice. Um, and they are going to prepare. And then Kamala, just forget about that. Um, that's not, <laughs> not even worth talking about. And they're going to pave the way for Mr. Hair Gel Hitler himself, Gavin Newsom. Hair nice. Gel Hitler. Hair Gel Hitler. How would you rate him on a scale of 1 to 100, just quality-wise? And what 100 is good or bad? Yeah, 100 is the best. Who's excited about him? One? Like the best for the Really? You think he's the worst? Well, I, I think, I think, the, I think, Gavin I think the system, I think the regime, the GAE, wants, a new, wants new fresh blood. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting, though, is for Gavin Newsom is that his biggest problem is going to be getting through the Democrat Southern primaries because he doesn't have any put it this way he doesn't have any intersectional pokemon points um he's <laughs> yeah. a straight white male who's married to a mm. straight white female and they have have white children so there's, there's no intersectional pokemon points oh, so he's, he them. is hitler basically right then. so i mean obviously hitler so hair gel hitler on the other hand he's got to think of something to appeal to those voters in the democrat primaries in georgia and south carolina and what's gray's anatomy the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy Thursday at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. California talking about right now. What's the California council that he just instituted? Reparations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. So he's going to campaign and he's going to use this as a national platform to say, I was the first state in the nation to provide. For, there's already some cities oh, in, in, in like San Francisco well, and others. That's bribery. He's got, yes, it is. What? He's going to no, say, campaign on giving justice. people money. It's justice. It's justice. I mean, I would I'm think it also benefit him. This is going to be his national platform. Right. And it'll benefit right. him that so many people fled California. They didn't I, leave their uh, favoritism for him behind. They just moved to southern states. Mm -hmm. I, I think we should talk about the, uh, the historical racism of the uh, Japanese internment camps. Right. And how that affected all uh, people from uh, from the Asian diaspora and their and their relatives and mm -hmm. how uh, they're deserving of reparations too. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Well, see, you know, so here's I, I would like a check is, for $100,000. This is the take <laughs> on on reparations that and and it's it's not even to get into the question, but if you have if you have the US government handing out $25,000 checks to one group of people and nobody else you're going to tear this country apart at the seams. You're going yeah, to absolutely this is, this is a, tear this country apart. And this is what I talk about, the problem with this uh, leftist, racist, psycho, psychotic ideology, that you have, you have a neighborhood on the south side of Chicago that is predominantly black, but it's only like 90%. And then you have Latinos and white people, and it's lower income. And then the government comes in and gives out checks to only the black people? Yep. Like, that. that's going to cause a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. Like... Mm -hmm. It's going to cause crazy, like, I mean, the gangs are going to go off for one, yeah. but people are going to get pissed off. Well, and, and then the first thing the gangs are going to do is go around to everyone who got that check right. and go start collecting checks. That's right. I mean, you're going to, you're going to see, and look, taxes I, are due. I lived through, and by the way, I appreciate you, the shout out the other day on, on when I, I'd written that story about my hometown. Oh yeah, man. Losing my, my. That's right. I did a whole thing about, about it. We had a great, we had a great town. 
And the house I was born in was something like 84 years old by the time I uh, was there. It was the house my father grew up in. And that was what you did. And everybody knew everybody. The kids I played with were the children of the kids that my dad played with when he was a kid. And on the same block, on the same town, uh, this is about, you know, eight miles out of Philadelphia, just, just a regular, normal Northeast, you know, kind of quasi-industrial town. And I, that picture that's on the article is, is my house. Um, that from when we left it or, you know, kind of a little bit before we left to where it is today. And it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. What happened? Pizza Hut nationalism, man. What what happened? uh, Crime. Just, just, it's all crime. It's all crime. Um, it became a sanctuary city for, uh, for Mexican IDs when that was a big thing in like 2002, the hospital shut down, uh, people, the hospital I was born in was, was, uh, destroyed and raised to the ground now because the company that bought it realized that they'd never make any money there. So they shut down the hospital. Um, the homicide rate has gone up like crazy, uh, rapes, violent crime, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, just spiraled into this, this seedy, uh, town that's that's you you can go back and you have these I have these great memories of growing up there but then even you know my brother and I were sort of chatting it about it after I wrote this thing that this is Narstown Pennsylvania um, that if you you know we we remember right we remember the dog fights that were going on in the alley when we were trying to learn how to ride bikes and the drug dealers getting arrested every week but then they'd be back every week and nothing ever seemed to happen the cops were there all the time. Um, my mom used to let us walk to the library, which was a couple of blocks down, but then, uh, homeless people kept stabbing each other there. Wow. So, uh, we weren't allowed to do that anymore. And, uh, I remember my brother told me a story. I wasn't there, but he said he, he remembers looking out the window one day and they were just looking across the street and these two guys were just like, just, just beating each other up like right there on the street in like the middle of the day kind of stuff. And this was going on and on. You couldn't have a bike or your bike just kept getting stolen. Uh, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And finally, I finally got us out. And the house is beautiful. House is absolutely gorgeous. Three stories. Um, you know, my mom said that if we if we could have taken it with us, we would have because yeah. it was so nice. It's a row home. But it's it's that that story isn't unique to me, and I'm not special for having lived it. But it you have this happen to communities all across the entire country. And I think, I think we misuse the word community. You know, we say, you know, we say like, we talk about it at like a racial group or an ethnic group or a gender group now, right? Trans community. But, but a commu- a real community is people that have known each other that have bonds of familiarity for that go back generations. They used to go to church together. Yeah. Somebody super chatted, uh, asking if I knew that they paid reparations to Japanese internment camp uh, families. I knew that. Absolutely. That's why I said Asian diaspora. Asian diaspora. He, he was making a point. <laughs> uh, my, my point is that um, when it comes to the reparations in places like California, how do you know? How are you going to go through and make sure every single person is, is a descendant of, uh, of someone who is enslaved? And then are you really going to follow through? Because that means there will be many white people who will trace lineage back to, you know, a great, great, great mm-hmm. grandmother or father mm-hmm. who was black. Right. And then are they entitled to, you know, to this? So my, my grandmother is high cheekbones. So if the natives are involved. Well, who's who's that? Uh, who's that famous actor? Um, he's he's he, what, what, what's his name? Mel Brooks. What? I just named the, first just, name. no, the guy from Prison Break. We were just you know, watching. You know what I'm talking about? The, day. the guy, no, the guy from Prison Break. Look, no, look it up. It he's also Captain Cold in the, uh, the Flash show. I forgot his name, but um, he's, I think he's like one eighth black, but he just looks like a white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, is he going to get Wentworth Miller? There you go. There you go. Hey. Yeah. He, he does good work. I like, uh, I, I like the stuff he's in. He's, he's Captain Cold. I, I dig that stuff. I like DC. Does or does he only get one eighth? No, but like, no, does he get one eighth at the check? <laughs> no, wow. I, I get it. But like, 
what's going to happen when like there's a line full of people walking up to get their checks and there's a bunch of white people that are getting the checks and they're gonna be like, wait, what's going on? It's like, well, then there's going to be also a bunch of black people who are like Nigerian oh, immigrants ne- or Haitians. Solve yeah, this problem. exactly. I mean, That's what I'm saying it doesn't San Francisco work. is has this reparations committee. Oh, you mean like Kamala Harris and Barack Obama? Exactly. Hey, they should get a check, man. They were they were affected. But San, San Francisco has the reparations committee, and they put forth this idea like you'll give uh, it's five million dollars for each black resident of San Francisco, and you have to have either prove that you're um, connected to a you're the tenant of a slave, or that you emigrated to San Francisco during a certain time period, and then also that California was never a slave state. Yeah, right. California was a free state. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Admitted yeah. as a free state. Except mm-hmm. for the Chinese. Well, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying about Asian diaspora, you know. I, and, and the reason I say that is because people couldn't tell the difference back then. You know, my family was oppressed by the the white supremacy. Yep. Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Systematic. You know, so I deserve my, I deserve, I, I, they got to give me money. Yeah. Where's, where's my money? Give me you know? that. I agree give that me, give me, I don't think give. it's I don't think it's possible to solve technically. And I also don't think that throwing money at people is the way to help them necessarily. I mean, a little bit. If you have zero, you know, you give them a thousand. Th- having a thousand is a lot different than having zero. It's a big difference from going to one thousand to two thousand. Like once you get out of zero, that's something. Well, but okay. on top of that, like where what are we repairing? But Ian, you tell me. You're assuming that the people pushing this stuff actually care about solving a problem. I think they're trying to bribe constituents. I, I, you know, no, that's exactly. I like the I like, San Francisco I like program would cost fifty I like say, billion dollars. Like, like that's not a solution. I'm okay with I like the people to say of San that, to pay that they, by they the say no if you teach a man to fish, you know, you feed him for a day. Or, I'm sorry, if you give a man to fish, you, you feed him for a day. If you teach a man to fish, you feed him for the rest of your life. And then they also people also say you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Picking yourself up by your bootstraps requires you have boots. Yes. And teaching someone to fish, if they're really going to feed themselves for the rest of their lives, they need a fishing pole. Mm-hmm. So there's got to, there's, there's a, somewhere it's, to it's cook. Not, it's, well, you know, well, I don't know about cooking. You yeah, need a They need a fishing pole. They need a fishing But pole. right. You can't be like, here's how you fish. Good luck finding a fishing pole. Cause they're going to be like, yo, I can't fish. I don't know if I have one of those things. Yeah. You, you can spearfish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Make one out of a stick. And then uh, picking yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to have boots to do that. So my attitude is kind of like, can we provide the the means for self-sufficiency but then require self-sufficiency like we're not going to feed you tomorrow we're going to tell you how you do it and then it's up to you mm-hmm. like we're going to we're going to give you the tools you need to do it it seems like the only sustainable way if i was playing a game and that was one of my options that would be the only feasible way forward would be to pray that people would figure out how to sustain themselves if you give them a little bit once that's the only way. But even, but like, even we got, I mean, this was the same argument that was made for the general amnesty in 1986 when Reagan went for it. That right. you know we're going to deal with this once a little bit, right. and then it'll go away. That we're just going to give a little bit of amnesty, and then we'll never have an illegal immigration problem again. That was Ronald Reagan. That was 1986. Yeah, California he, has never been red again. And he also is the gun control guy and no fault divorce guy. Yeah. So anyway, but let's uh, let's do a hard segue and jump to this story because we got to do it. This is from the Daily Mail. Man, we really do like them, don't we? Two women who denied being trafficked by Andrew Tate and his brother and insist they worked for him willingly are victims and have been brainwashed Romanian judge rules. So uh, I guess it's believe all women unless those women go against the narrative of the men you're trying to imprison. I'm actually struggling to follow the grammar of this headline. (laughs) (laughs) They... 
Two women came out and said, yo, it's not true. We're not victims. And the judge went, we were here. Nah, you're brainwashed. We were not coerced. We were here happily. And he's like, no, you don't understand. You were coerced. You you were being, I don't know. Okay, now this is a matrix attack. I'm sorry. At, at this point. Yeah, for real. Because, and by like, the way, there. Are they, are they, people are like, are they, is it a matrix attack against Andrew Tate? Or did he really do these things? And I'm like, man, you know, honestly, I don't know. Now that a judge was like, these two witnesses who support Andrew Tate. Yeah, they're actually victims and we're but throwing out my, their statements. Here's my confusion is, have the Tate brothers been charged? No. Mm-hmm. So what no. is the ruling what does the ruling pertain to? This is why I'm like, at this point, it's a matrix attack. Because I'm, I'm all, by the way, and I've, I've said this for everybody. I've said this for Epstein. I've said this for, um, but I don't know if you guys saw that that story, the ABC producer, the guy who yep. they thought was missing. Oh, yeah. And then it turned out that he was apparently like messaging kids on Snapchat, mm-hmm. asking for mm-hmm. porn, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, that, show me the evidence. Right. Right. Show me the evidence and let's have a fair trial. When it was they, Kyle Rittenhouse, I said, show me the evidence. When it was Alec Baldwin, I said, show me the evidence. And you know he had a live bullet in his gun. He had live ammo in his gun belt. Of course he had live ammo in his gun belt. The whole thing so, was live. And of course he was using the hammer. And of course he was playing around with the trigger. I think, I think he murdered her. I think he put the bullet in it. So did you actually read the, and I know we're jumping stories, but did you actually read the, um, the probable cause uh, summary? No. So... From my reading of it, it didn't seem as though the investigation turned up actual footage of the shooting. It said in their investigation, they were able to uncover evidence of filming immediately prior to the shooting. With his finger on the trigger. With his finger on the trigger, and he's fiddling with the with the hammer, um, which, of course, decreases the pressure that it would require for a long pull trigger, et cetera, et cetera. But it didn't say that they had actual footage of because if they had, they would just say it. Yeah. Right. So it didn't. I don't think that they've actually turned up footage of the shooting. I just think, just to wrap that one up and go back to the Andrew Tate stuff real quick. It's like he shot a woman, pulled out a gun, pulled the hammer back, pulled the trigger, and everyone's like, "Oh, it was an accident. Where'd the live bullet come from?" He had them on his belt. Like Alec mm-hmm. Baldwin was in possession of a gun, right. possession of live ammunition, pointed at a woman he was having arguments with, and shot her. Like okay. a staffer. A staffer. a staffer. Okay, anyway, the Andrew Tate thing. Which, by the, the way, st- but Tim, what you're doing right now is you're analyzing the evidence because the evidence has been presented to us. Yes. And so now you can conclude a, a legal analysis based on the severity, the weight, the credibility of that evidence. What we have here, we have no charges. We have uh, we have some statements. Mm-hmm. And apparently the judge is, be, is telling the people who made the statements that they're the, not allowed to make those statements. These are, these are witnesses supporting the Tate brothers being told they did not recognize that they were being enslaved. So when this happened and the question was, people were like, is the machine coming after him or did he do this? And a lot of people were like, well, you Wait, know, the, you? Things, the things he said, I'm like, at this point, when you get witnesses who are like, we're here to speak in, in support of this man and the judge goes... Nah, you're brainwashed. Get out. All right, Let's that's it. Read that. The, their, a clinical psychologist did an assessment, and then it was, was described, described as extrajudicial extra evidence. But judges of the Bucharest Court of Appeal did take the report into consideration over yesterday's decision. This is crazy, dude. So they found some clinical psychologists. They've to write not been an charged with any crimes. Yeah, no crimes. And that no is, crimes. And because Still of that assessment, held. which, which by the way, may also mean that if they're going to take this rule, so let's say they are charged, right? Let's say they are charged and they go to court, et cetera, et cetera. Does that mean that these two women can now not appear as witnesses because they've already been ruled against? I don't know. I don't know. I don't that know. This how would how be this that this would be excluded from them. 
So it, it looks like they were appealing the the actual because um, uh, in Romania they have this thing where you can be held while yeah. you're under investigation as opposed to before you're right. charged. And then they, I think it was 30 days, and they extended another 30 yeah, days. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of. It's like uh, 120 now. Right, right, right. So point being is they're they're trying to fight that initial detention. Mm-hmm. I think they lost that ruling already. And, and well, I think that's the ruling that they're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so they they did away with it. My question is though, does that create? a a pretext does that create a situation where if they want to come in and appear as witnesses to say excuse me we're not victims we're witnesses um that they're already going to say no Uh, probably that's what it seems like Mm -hmm. that's literally what they're doing they're saying that because the women were lover boy traffic like they thought they were in love or potentially going to marry these guys that they can't understand that they are actually being well, recruited. You know, women have no agency, I guess. <laughs> they Don't I know it? Yeah, they can't make decisions for themselves, apparently. So, so. what you're saying is repeal the 19th Amendment? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that far. No, I mean, I was just saying. I mean, isn't that the obvious? Well, so the in Romania, perhaps. Can women vote the, in Romania? The underlying, the underlying subtext of this yeah. is exactly what you just said, though. Because the under in this clinical psychologist, and again, we're responding to what the court has ruled. We're not saying these things. But the logical conclusion of what you're saying is that clearly that women have no agency because men lie to them and so women are not responsible for their actions and if women are not responsible for their actions and their decisions then why should we put women in a position where they they're making the most important decisions uh, life and death war and peace trade uh that we should we should take this away from them because these these evil men with by the way en of course with these financial campaigns, these uh, well-funded campaigns that are used against these poor women, that they're just being victimized over and over and over. And that's why take, that's why we should take this pressure, this burden off. Take, take, take a look at this famous meme image. I it's, love this it's, one. A, it's a poster. It says, Jake was drunk. Josie was drunk. Jake and Josie hooked up. Josie could not consent. The next day, Jake was charged with rape. Yep. A woman who is intoxicated cannot give her legal consent for sex, so proceeding under these circumstances is a crime. It only takes a simple day to ruin your life. Think about it. Be responsible. I can't read the bottom. The woman has no agency and is no, not responsible, responsible for, for raping no, does Jake. Does it say who, who made it? You can't really see. Something university. Yeah, some university. Yeah. Always. I'm really concerned about this consent conversation because I understand if someone is being trafficked in some way or like put through some hell and they are brainwashed into thinking that everything's fine and then they come out and they tell everyone, hey, everything's totally fine. And you're like... Okay, I can see that situation. What do they call that? Uh, Stockholm syndrome, where the victim actually thinks that the the captor is a good guy. You know, mm-hmm. I get that. But at the same time, if someone consents to something, no matter what, you can't, if you sign a contract under duress, the contract doesn't. It's not a real contract. So I understand that when you prove duress. But exactly, show, and, and we can't the, retcon what happened a decade behavior. ago. Also, if I start coming out and being like all the movies I made and when I was back in Hollywood, I was being trafficked. So take is, them all down. This is different. Like these women are trying to say we are not under duress. Like how do you prove that you're not under duress? If the court says you are, right? Like, like if, if, if you are accused of a crime and then you bring two witnesses who say, we've worked with them, they're good guys, we love and respect them, and the judge goes, you're brainwashed, dismissed, you're going to stay in jail. That's what I'm talking about. Now, look, perhaps the mistake the Tate brothers made was setting up a base of operations in Romania of all places. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they chose that place. Because, I mean, it's not like Eastern Europe is known for, like, right. being anti-corrupt. Right. It's if like you take a look like, at what's going on in Ukraine right now. It bit him back. It bit him back. He said that's the reason he was there is because you could get away with a lot of things, but they didn't think oh. that this would actually happen. You know, of course it will. Yeah, don't exactly. Like, that's what you I know, think the thing too. about the U.S. I was talking to uh, 
Well, I'll keep the story relatively private. I don't know if it's a public story. But they, they do this race. I forgot what it's called. They race across Russia. And because there's so much corruption, you can go 120 miles an hour. You get pulled over. You just hand cash to the cop and you're free to go. Like you, you, you can't do that in the United States. <laughs> Which, by, by the way, that's most countries in the world. Right. Yeah. Not in the United States, though. Yeah. We talk about our political corruption, but let's be honest, like cops tend to not be corrupt. I mean, we have corrupt cops. We have abusive cops. But I guarantee you, if you get pulled over and say to the cop, you're going to offer him a bribe, he's going to be like, out of the car, you're under arrest. Yeah, no, that's, uh, a, gonna, that's just our politicians. Right. Politicians are different. Right. They get bribed from the, from the lobbyists. Right. But a cop <laughs> is going to lock you up and be like, I'm not going down for what you just did. I'm right. taking the note. You offered me a bribe. You're under arrest. I think right. people in general don't. It's, it's, it's a strange dichotomy where we believe that where relatively uh, to, to places like South Africa, for example, hey, uh, you know, American <laughs> police are, are far more um far less corrupt, I should say, that yeah. relatively than there or anywhere in, in, in some of these Eastern European post-Soviet countries. But at the same time, our politicians are far, far, far more corrupt than the politicians of almost any other country. Um, we don't talk about it that way for some reason. Mm-hmm. But the amount of money that, that and Ian, you, would just, you just explained it very well how it happens, that the amount of money that's able to find their way into their pockets, whether, I mean, there's a reason that, like Gavin Newsom, right, to go look at the, uh, you know, the, the Maglev project, the high-speed rail of California that never existed despite spending tens of billions uh, of dollars, Newsom which, of course, it. was washed back into his campaigns, which was washed back yeah. into his support mm-hmm. uh, that went to all these developers and consultants and environmental impact surveys, et cetera, et cetera, that it, the whole thing was a money wash the same way that Libya and Afghanistan, the current situation, these are these are money washes by and large. And George Orwell wrote this when talking about warfare, but you could talk about it with a lot of these government uh, corrupt agencies that the, the point of the war is not so that it should be won. The point of the war is that it should be continuous. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Money making machine, I guess. I'm, I'm deeply concerned about this Andrew Tate thing at this point. This is really this is really starting yeah. to bother me because because these girls were very plain that they they weren't being roughed up by them that he wasn't that they weren't being trafficked by him. They mm-hmm. said it specifically said it out loud mm-hmm. to the judge and it was dismissed. Like this is insane. I mean, sure, they made videos about it where they were like, "This is not true. They're calling us victims. We're not victims." And they're like, "Yeah, they're just brainwashed." Right. I mean, show me the you know where's the evidence like the passport was taken and it was put in the safe and they were told that they couldn't get the passport back and said so they were stuck in the country until they worked off their their debt. It's, lay that out for me, right? If that's what happened, show lay it, it out, yeah. show it right. to me, show me the evidence. And I've, I've always said this, name the names, show right. me the evidence, Same. let's have it all out. I'm perfectly happy with looking into any of those situations. Yeah. But for some reason in this case, you don't seem to get that. And by the way, and it, you know, if that ends up being what, it is, then okay, so be right, it, right? Totally. But show me that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the process is concerning because I think they're treating the process as the punishment. Kafka's book, um, The Trial, in the, original, oh, yeah. in the original German, the title is Der Process. And the main character, I can't think of the name on top of my head, but the main character is he's charged at the beginning. He's brought into, and this is in the 1920s, and this is like Weimar mm-hmm. Germany, he was writing that. So he's charged. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. He's brought in uh, to jail. He's told that he's going to, okay, this is your lawyer. These are the different uh, arguments that you can make. This is what you could do at yep. the trial. Mm-hmm. He goes to the trial, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the very last scene of the whole thing, he's being drug away to his own execution, but never once in the book do they actually say what he was charged with. Right, exactly. Wow. Dare process. Man. Well, we're going to go to Super Chat. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member over at TimCast.com to check out our members-only uncensored show, which goes up at about 11 p.m. Always good, not-so-family-friendly fun. So uh, definitely could use your support. Smash that like button. Let's read what y'all got to say in the Super Chats. All right. Gross John says, shout out to Pop Culture Crisis. Search Pop Culture Crisis Greatest Hits on YouTube if you want to see PCC parody and out of context, including Scary Mary, Robot Mary, Mary Saves the World, Ian in Smurfland, and Hannah Claire's Sweet Dance Moves. Oh my gosh, I hate that video. It's hilarious, <laughs> but like... Wow. You're uh, dancing. So good. Yeah, there's... Pop Culture Crisis. They've got like a serious meme culture on Pop Culture Crisis, oh, yeah. or at least meme creators that support them, which is super cool. It's a great show. Ryan Hunter says, can I get a happy birthday today for my great-grandmother, Eleanor, who is 100? Nice. Everything Whoa. from the Great Depression to now in one person's life. Amazing. Wow, happy birthday, Eleanor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. There you go. Nice job. OMG Puppy says, haha balloons. China and Russia have satellites. In fact, guess who launched the world's first satellite? It was Russia. It was Sputnik, right? I do believe that was the, the yeah, first Sputnik. Sputnik. Also the first uh the first I don't want to say manned, but the first uh satellite with a living creature. Right. The monkey. Mm-hmm. The dog. Oh, oh like they sent a, a dog. Did it ever? You know, you know like the, the, the urban legend? Stray dog from the, from the uh, streets of Moscow. Right. You know the urban legend that uh Yuri Gagarin's not the first man in space? Oh, wait, who, who do they say it was? I don't know the name, but they think that the Soviets launched a man in space and he got lost. Oh, right. No, I have heard this. And, and so they never said anything. So they said, the hey, he's Laika. 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 Shout out to Laika, the mm-hmm. first dog in space. Oh, did it make it back? No. No, no, no. Yeah. Definitely not. Where did it go? Uh, to doggy heaven. <laughs> but I mean, like, did the ship just go and disappear in space? No, no, it came back. It, it, oh, okay, it fell but back. It, it fell back. But burned on the impact. But, down. Yeah, oh, no, sad, like, sad, like sad. it did not make it back. They trained the dog to press buttons and stuff? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, there was a, there was a whole program, uh, physical conditioning, had to give up cigarettes. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got, this, uh, we got this one from Matthew Recamp. He says, I got to push back on your take on Omar. First, she's not being kicked from all committees like MTG, just the Foreign Affairs Committee. Second, her defense for making anti-Semitic well, comments worry, that she harder. didn't know tropes that anyone could tell about. She claims she didn't know there were anti-Semitic tropes about Jews and money. And everybody's just like, oh, come on, dude. What? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no way. Matt no Gates, way. when he was on, said he would like to come back with Elhan Omar at some point. I or think AOC. that could be really good. Or AOC. Yeah. He said AOC? He said Elhan Omar might to me. And I thought that would be a great, absolutely, because we're young. These I, don't, people, I don't I don't I don't think Elhan Omar. AOC maybe. Yeah, I mean I don't agree with the politics, but that's that's the point. But that's would you, why we would Congress. you if she was willing? That's a tough question. Cause cause Ilhan Omar, like the show that we would have with Ilhan Omar would be I mean, she's involved in a lot of shady stuff, right? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the guy she was cheating on, the wife and all that stuff, 
the Weird Brothers stuff. That's why I'm like, I don't think she'd come on this show because we're going to be like, let's talk about these social media posts. Yeah, true. Remember those? And they took them down, but they're yeah. archived. Mm-hmm. And it was Star Tribune in Minnesota that wrote, they, they actually said this, that her husband may, may be her brother. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. then I, rep- I I read that and I went, whoa, mm-hmm. they actually said that? And then Media Matters claimed I said it. And I'm like, hey, this is Star Tribune. This is like a prominent newspaper. I don't know if she's going to want to come on the show. She's Their people are going to be like, do not go on that show. Mm-hmm. AOC, maybe. But AOC, like, if, if AOC were to come on the show, I would have tremendous respect for her bravery in the face of me calling her a liar who fabricated a fake Capitol January 6th story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you luck. ask her about it? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, no, no freebies. You would have them on the show. It's just that they wouldn't accept, right. basically. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The, way and, Gates, the shows would be nuts. Matt well, was saying, like, Ilhan, if, you know? if they were willing. If they were willing. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not this podcast issue. It's them, right? Yeah, always is. Like, the, 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 the issue is, and the left, they live in this brainwashed cult world for the most part. Not every single one. Many people just don't really pay attention. But it's like the worst things you could say about Matt Gates. Hey, that turned out to be fake. It was blackmail on his family. This crazy story they ran about him. And then it was like, oh, it was blackmail. And the guy's getting arrested for it now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I don't need to talk to him about it. That seems nonsensical. But like, Ilhan Omar was with like this having, guy. It'd be like having Donald Trump up, up and asking about the Steele dossier. Yeah, it's just not real, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, let's, let's read some more. What do we got? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, I got the new LGBTQ Sims update. I'm a trans woman athlete conquering female sports, but I'm having to restart the game because I keep dying suddenly. <laughs> well, I, I heard about the new inclusive Sims update. Yeah. Alessio wow. DeMonte says, money for bucko. Thank you very much. Oh my God. It was expensive. Devonk says, shout out to Bocus. Mr. Bocus, I, I hope this uh, this treatment works. Yeah, it looks good. I'll let him know. How often do you I take him back? Work. You take him back every, every two weeks. weeks. For how long? Uh, well, there's three doses lined up and then I think it might just continue on. I don't I think, know exactly. I think we just keep doing it. Yeah. And then if this works, we had the prognosis from the vet, from I think three different vets. He's not going to make it. His kidneys are declining. When we brought him in the first time, they're like, it's stage three kidney failure. And then it moved to like stage four. And they're like, he's not going to make it. So now we're getting him this treatment. And if he does, they got to like publish something about, you know, put his data in something. Yeah, we're taking data as we go, like with his eats, study, his poops. Yeah. And the real expensive part was the actual harvesting. It's a one-time thing. It was like five grand. The, the rest of it's, you know nickels and diamonds it's about a thousand dollars is the rest of it after that so if you are considering a treatment like that you just know that going into it's a one-time big payment i just don't think most people can afford to spend yeah we got to make this a cheaper technology yeah, that's a big part of my, my isn't goal there a place right now. in uh in the, pet cloning is is starting to come online in the places would, like south never, korea clone aid did you know that company clone aid we were they looking at that pet? last night no, no, I, don't I would know. never clone do all that. sorts of stuff I wouldn't do it. Nah, not interested. No, I, I wouldn't Mr. mind. Bocus like, is Mr. Bocus. I don't I want some like soulless a, demon. Oh, no, clone it as a human cloning. Wouldn't mind like a family well, member. Like if you, if you, you know, you're, you, you know, you got a dog from somewhere, and then, oh, hey, this is a, you know, like the nephew or whatever. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. Do you That's think? Like do you think clones though. have souls? Above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you cloned your pet, you'd get like a soulless, you know, kind of thing. They got souls. Like I feel like what's I, hard is like I don't think people. Well, like, I assume you mean clones of people. Well, like, yeah. if, but, if you cloned your pet, it doesn't mean it would be exactly the same every way, right? Like, your pet develops like its pet personality, cemetery. right? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be a different it, animal. Sometimes it dead is up, better. Yep. Yeah. And wouldn't that be sure. sad? Like, you love your pet, and then it's just like... Yo, I can't like it that Pet Cemetery, yeah. though, that's one of those movies where... And just like the new the new Halloween, that, like, once you have kids, you just can't watch stuff like that anymore. Totally Why? True, right. Because you just psychologically and biologically and spiritually you can't help but think what if that were my kid yeah mm. yeah and it it just 
just even even the thought of it just absolutely drives me. I don't watch horror movies anymore. I just real life. I go on Twitter if I want to see horror. <laughs> yeah, just drive around Baltimore. Coldly sure. Locks Production says you're being shadow banned. Your stream won't show up at all unless I go to your channel now. YouTube isn't liking you right now, and the YouTube overlords deemed you fake news. Tim, just lock your account. I'm, yeah. <laughs> this has always been the case, though. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I, I'm I'm willing to, people are like, how is, the, you know, Matt Gates asked, like, how is this show? I think it was Matt Gates. Like, how, how are you still here? And I think it's that they tried shadow banning us, but people choose to come and watch the show. Mm -hmm. And that's organic viewership. You can't yeah. algorithmically erase. Right. They can try and ban us, I guess, but then it's just, like it backfires. Does it ever get better? Like Rumble you go baby. through periods where you're more shadow banned versus less, or does it just continuously get worse over time? So we're, we consistently are the number one live show in this time slot. I mean, there's other other live shows that are big throughout the week or whatever, but we do a show every Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. live. We rival the numbers of some of the big networks in terms of key demo viewership. I think YouTube really likes that. They're like, look, we've got a show. I mean, the politics may be an issue, but it's bigger than CNN, it's bigger than MSNBC, and it rivals slightly below Fox News and key demo viewership. And uh, even sometimes, you know, we, we do well across the board, but Fox gets like 175K in the key demo, and we get like 150. So, you know, shout out Tucker. You know, we're not going to beat Tucker. I don't, I don't think we will. But I think uh, if we were going by the actual proper algorithm, we would be trending every day. Mm -hmm. And so it may be they removed us from the ability to trend just because they're like, we'd own trending tab every day for this time slot. But I, I think it's more likely it's just political. I, my guess is it's it's not on the trending because it's political. And it becomes the political network if you go to YouTube and you see our One show. thing talking do, about. Do other political yeah. shows trend though? No, no, no. But but is it is it the pop culture network because they have music videos? I mean, what? Like... The news is a genre, and this is an entertainment show. We're not. A, this is not. A, this is not a politics show. Right. This is an entertainment show. Mm -hmm. But we we talk culture and politics. Like a good portion of the show, we are talking cultural issues. So it's not news and politics. I would love to trend this show, but I understand as an admin why you're reticent to put politics anywhere near the front page. You want like grandma to come, you know, be comfortable when she arrives and not have to be red pilled. That's the idea. I think. I want that means they're shadow banning the show. Weird Unfortunately, stuff trends on YouTube that I wouldn't want my grandma to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, I feel like that that we're not as bad as some of the stuff that makes the list. It's like if you want to get red pilled, you got to go look for it. I think maybe that's the admin mindset because <laughs> let's let's read this. Max Reddick says, "Tim, for many super chats now, I've tried to get you to call people like Hassan, the Young Turk, Cedar, etc., etc. You finally did it. Thank you." Only issue is I got lit up in the YouTube comments for thanking you. They suggested killing myself. Yikes. There's nasty people. Whoa, so the Young Turks, I did a video where I was explaining that men and women have different standards and that as a man, if you compliment another guy's looks and his outfit and his physique, like you've been working out, man, like, wow, that's like, that, you're looking pretty good. It's not really that big of a deal. Some people might find it weird. Be like, okay. But if you do it to a woman, it's just over the line, period. Like if you went to a woman and said, wow, you're looking good. You working out? That's a great outfit. She's going to be like, hey, please don't comment on my looks or anything like that. The Young Turks took that clip where I was quite literally saying, you cannot sexually harass women. And then used it to claim I was arguing you should be allowed to because it's equality. Well, I, I did not. They just made it up. I'm missing the, this logic on this one. I, I think I haven't seen the video or something. Okay. If you're a guy and you go to work. Yeah. And you see another guy. Yeah, you're, you're talking about like in the workplace. Yes, yes. We're, we're at work. Or and like a let's subway. Look, you you mentioned Luke was looking ripped. Yeah, fine as. Uh, let's just say that. Now, now say <laughs> Luke that. Luke looking good. Now, what do you think happens if you would say that about a female coworker? I would probably get extricated from the situation. That's I what, would hope. That's exactly what I said. That 
you, you like Ian, were like, I saw Luke, you know, t- modeling these eggs and he's all ripped and looking good. And I'm like, damn, he's looking good. Emasculated me. You can't say that. I saw this woman downstairs and she's taking her shirt off and I'm like, oh man, she's looking good. Oh, I'm getting all. Make me want to have babies. Yeah, you can't yeah. say that. Like they're going to be like, yo, inappropriate. There's different standards for men and women. So Young Turks took me saying, you can say this to a guy and no one really cares, but you cannot say this to a woman. It's sexual harassment. They said Tim Pool wishes he could sexually harass women. Oh, so they're assuming intent? They're assuming? No, 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 no. They're fabricating it. Framing. Taking the quote out of context to make it, and then telling people I argued the opposite of what I argued. I mean, that's because, just a lie. That's because not, they're evil. That's, that's not even clever. That's just a no, lie. Yeah, that's what they do. Right. That's what, that's what right. they're thinking. That's what I was calling out. And then I got pissed because it's like, I made this whole video saying the military industrial complex is bad and we shouldn't be supporting foreign invasions. We should be fixing the pipes in Flint and Newark and other, and other cities where kids are drinking lead. We shouldn't be spending any money on gender studies in Pakistan. It was $10 million. Mm-hmm. And then Hassan insults and derides me and says it's agitprop for conservatives. Yeah. He says that I'm supporting capitalism. I'm like, why can't he be like, okay, we agree on this one. Let's get Tim Pool to give us his, like, to, to get, like, let's come together with him and his, his audience, and maybe we can actually get some healthcare for these people who are blind. Because that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. His point was, ha, 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 ha. I can't believe he would say that it's agitprop. Like, why are you deriding me at that's, all? That's the video where he, like, got up and went to the bathroom, yeah. like, yep. while reacting or commentating yep. to it, right? Like, yeah, he's like I, go I feel like what he's trying to say is, like, get off my side. We can't have anything in common. You're the and enemy. And then he says, I think, he's, 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 it's, the comments it's, were arguing that I was trying to trick their followers into agreeing with me or whatever, and it's like, or, wait, I'm literally agreeing with you. While you twist your mustache, you're because such an evil villain. Here's, here's how it works. It's because... Young Turks will take a video out of context, and then Hassan and others will react to that fake video, and they'll make up in their minds a fake version of me because they don't actually watch this show. Correct. And you too, you know, and that's, that's, that's the game they play because they're evil. And so what, what they're doing is, and you see this, by the way, in a lot of cult psychology, it's sort of this idea of you can't go and listen to another outlet because those people are crazy and, and not just have a difference of opinion, but are bad right. and are bad for you, are toxic, are nightmarish. Others. Um, this is what some cults refer to as a, a schismatic person or a suppressive person that um, you must extra, to your point, to extricate people from your life, what, even if they're a family member who's simply saying things that they disagree with, because you have to maintain your audience. This is why if you're someone who has read the New York Times cover to cover, every day for the last six years. Imagine how much you've been lied to. Imagine how much you've been propagandized. Imagine how much you believe about the world that is completely false. But they keep telling you that people like Jack Posobiec and Tim Pool and Tucker Carlson, Steve, whatever, are are all liars and crazy tinfoil hat believers. And so you better not listen. So what they're doing is they're just constantly... Uh, essentially constantly pimping out their own audience. You know, my favorite part of this was when uh, he's reacting to the video and I said, this is why I'm in favor of some kind of New Deal type infrastructure rebuilding project in the US so we could fix the roads and bridges that are falling apart, fill potholes, fix these pipes in places like Flint. And that's why when the Green New Deal was announced, I was actually really excited and came out in support of it. And then, of course, when they actually released the resolution and it was free college for people of color, I was like, I have no idea what this is. And the reaction from his audience was they were like, since when does Tim Pool support Green New Deal, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
in 2018, five years ago, when I made a video saying the U.S. could could invest in energy independence with new technologies like fusion and nuclear reactors, creating jobs, fixing our bridges and roads. And I think that's a better spending of our money than blowing up kids in Afghanistan, since I've always maintained that position. These people yeah. don't actually which, pay attention. Which, by the way, though, and, and I, I keep saying this is why I... I I've, I've decided to really adopt Darren Beatty's formulation on this of the globalist American empire, that these these client states and these endless wars don't necessarily exist, obviously, for the reason that we're told they exist. They yeah. exist as a money wash. They exist as a way to enforce and expand the authority of the GAE. They will always be looking for some, and the IMF, the World Bank, they're always going to be looking for a place where they can conduct what they call shock therapy. And well, so let's, we, got, if, we got to read more super chats. Real, real so. quick on that, just to finish the point. If the Tates were looking for a place that they could operate outside of scrutiny, what do you think our, our leaders are doing? That's mm-hmm. right. All right. Jesposito says, what are your thoughts on Jordan Peterson announcing on Rogan that he started an international consortium in London to officially oppose the vision of the World Economic Forum with an alternative that's to be announced? Also love when Hannah Claire was on. I uh, like thanks. it. But London? Well, that's weird. Yeah. The, the, like, why not El Salvador? Yes. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm going to say this right now. Dr. Peterson, please, El Salvador. I'm not kidding. I I mean this absolutely seriously. What's going on in El Salvador is amazing. You guys should follow Max Kaiser and Stacey uh, Herbert. Herbert? is that? Yeah, Stacey Herbert. Stacey Herbert. I always get her last name wrong for some reason. But uh, follow them because they're awesome. They're they're basically, we talked about this last night, and then Max tweeted at me like, we got to come down and do this show. But uh, they, they gave Bitcoin to everybody. Crime is dropping. The standard of living is skyrocketing. People are moving down there. And this follows, in my, my view, a vision of freedom inver- inverse to what Davos is, not to mention the climate is inverse to what Davos is. They go there, True. it's winter, it's skiing, yeah. it's snow. El Salvador is, you know, uh, near, closer to the equator. It's warmer. It's in uh, it's uh, Central America. More fun. I think the right place for this to be Dr. Peterson is El Salvador. Oh, hell yes. Seriously, though. I love the idea. I was thinking the other night that we need, I believe we need a World Congress of some sort that's like an Olympics of the mind, that we can all, regardless of who's at war, we can all come together in some level and talk about bigger things, um, and this might be it. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't disagree more. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think that any, any attempt, I think that when you name something, you give it power. I don't think that uh, I think Shakespeare is wrong that you know arose by another nose, uh, other name, etc. That when you're talking about a global consortium or a world congress or any of these types of entities that exist to sort of guide and uh, give effort to, I mean, the, the policies think- of Brussels and the policies of Washington are fundamentally different. We are always going to have different self interests. And so uh, that's fine if you want to have forums to hash this stuff out. But the idea of, of all of that, it just strikes me as part of the same neoliberal project, uh, neocom project, neo-coms. to build a one world government that's been going on since Woodrow Wilson. Do you think it's inevitable? Do you think I if we called completely. roses snuggle farts, people would still give them to each other as a sign of rom- rom- romantic gestures? Well, if you associated the word snuggle fart with that. No, obviously, right? What you're saying, it makes complete sense. That yeah, rose by any other name. Fart, then no, you wouldn't want that. Tony, yeah. I would say, sweetheart, it's Valentine's Day. Here's your bouquet of snarkle farts. She would, yeah, yeah. Daisy sounds nice. Call them Nazi war crimes, and I bet a lot less people <laughs> will be handing them out. <laughs> there we are. Rose, there there we are. The industry is like, hey, this is how we a get them. There we are. 
There we are. Well, I think that the new world order is appearing regardless. The liberal economic order is, is, could be potentially morphed into it. But if we don't, it will be bricks will be morphed into it and we'll be living under some corporate communist thumb. Let's let's read some more super chats. We got Preston Tam who says your segment this afternoon about Jim Clout Chasers and years ago, similar situations is precisely why I have serious hesitations about helping anyone I don't personally know. Accusations supersede innocence in the public eye. True. It's a, a video I talked about where a woman is trying to squat uh, you know, too much weight and she yeah. can't get back up and she's looking around going, hey, excuse me. And there's guys and they're just like, walk. they walk past, they don't pay attention, they're not looking and maybe they have earbuds in, I don't know. But she's like sitting there for a good two minutes and no one helps her until finally a lady comes up. And I just gotta tell you, if I'm a dude, She's clearly not in distress. I don't know what she wants. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go to a staff member and be like, she's yelling. I don't know what it's about. I will help. Well, and Jack's first reaction was like, do you think it was a trap? Do you think she was trying to see? I, like, who I, come up I to do her? wonder, and maybe it's because I spend too much, entirely too much time on on Twitter. But the fact that she's not really vocalizing anything, I'm wondering. And I'm just asking the question, I'm not accusing, but I'm wondering if was this potentially done as a social experiment? Because she was just like, hey. Hey, she wasn't loud. She was like, hello, hey, can you come over here? She wasn't like loud. Or, or is she assuming because she's been told over and over again, when you go to the gym, men stare at you constantly. You can't get away from them staring at you that like she just assumed men were looking at her and therefore they would notice her. Like that seems like I a level a of arrogance to me. I have a question. Should I say this? So are we? No, I'm just going to say it. Fine. Um, are we really supposed to? So let's say it's not a social experiment. So you're filming yourself because you know you're filming a thirst trap. This is obviously yeah, a thirst trap. Mm-hmm. She's wearing, she's wearing like, skin tight. She's wearing skin tight pants at a gym. She's she's doing that. She's filming it from that angle right. because she mm-hmm. wants to post it later on yeah. TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is. And we have this whole economy set up based on thirst trapping. And yet we're supposed to say that even though it's totally fine for her to do that and we allow that in the gym. Like if you're going to set up a new gym, why not say no thirst trapping in the gym? What about that? Would that but be like, sexual what harassment? Do, what do you do? Like, women have to wear niqabs or something. Like, if you want to wear skin tight pants, do it. No, no I'm gym. talking about the filming of it. Yeah, maybe the act of checking. filming of it to then, right? She's checking her form. She's checking her right? form. Yeah, checking you don't know form, what you right. like. You're accusing her Please. of thirst trapping when really she's just trying to get better. Yes, like, yeah. exactly. This logic can just go on and on and on. I mean, no, this is obviously thirst trapping. And the problem is that we have a low trust society now because we've destroyed our communities. We've become overly litigious. We punish people for just simply what we used to call doing the right thing or using common sense. And this is the reason that something like that, if that were true, that somebody could be hurt, somebody could be killed because we're, we think, well, well, you can't, this is why you go on SEPTA and uh, there will be women getting raped on a SEPTA train outside of Philadelphia and nobody does anything. There's this boy, Let's, uh, we boy gotta read, who cried we gotta read wolf. More. Yeah. We gotta read more super chats. We got, uh, Bad B says, guys, how long after the Spanish flu did world war, did the world war start? That's how long till the next world war starts. I'm Two pretty years. sure it was after the it was great after war. the start. Yeah, yeah. It was like well, we don't know. Yeah, that's right. It was after the start. It was yeah. because of World War One and the, the trenches. Returning. Right. They were right. coming back and they had the, the, yep. the, the, the Have flu. you seen some of the that footage of the trenches out oh, in, uh, in in eastern Ukraine right now? The yeah. oh, no. Donbass region. Oh, and we're dropping the grenades into them and stuff? Well, I just mean even It's the same thing. Because and, and I think Elon even made this point that tanks in general are kind of becoming obsolete if you have drones and precision targeting then mm-hmm. a tank is just a steel a steel coffin this is very important guys so it, it, it brings us back to trench warfare isaac says vitamin c is in pine needles there is more yep. vitamin c in true. a christmas tree than in an orchard of oranges very true wow. what yeah. for real pine hire tea. that guy <laughs> so how many do you need to eat like how do you do you like mash them and then eat them or kind like grind of. them into things maybe like 
granola or like. Oh, uh, you boil else. the pine needles yes. in make a tea. Correct. I think that's really? the main. Yeah. Smoke it, man. Just smoke. Wow. Smoke that. Smoke it. <laughs> yeah, you, then you take <laughs> to a hot smoke. I feel like that cuts smoke. down on the vitamin C. I could be wrong. Yeah, there's only one way to find out. Okay. <laughs> All right, James Moaning says, "Jack, great to see you. What's your favorite Psalm? I like Psalm 10. Blessings to you and the Timcast family." Uh, I'm, I'm Catholic. I go with whatever one the mass tells us. <laughs> well, there you go. Simple answer. All right. Charles says, how are chickens going to save our society? Sure. I'd love to move away, but how can we? My children are suffering. That's my fault due to my past. How do they survive? What should I do? We started this, not them still waiting on the app. The app is happening where we've got it. There's like a, a rudimentary version. It works. I, we're just working on it. Um, you know, watching 1883 was really enlightening. How did people survive literally in the middle of nowhere with nothing? I'm so glad you watched it. That's yeah. exactly what I thought watching it. Like, it's crazy to think that to get to Oregon, people had to cross completely uncharted land with nothing and yep. just hope that they would get there, right? Try their found, best. Found the Zoomer, hard. by the way. No, no, but here's the thing, too. <laughs> every, every millennial knows exactly what it takes to cross the Oregon Trail. They, 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 no, they, I think that video game made it seem too easy. And they often talk about how hard it was to cross a river, but they never talk about getting wagons through a forest. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you do when you came to a forest? Yeah. It's would you just big. go around it? You'd try, maybe. Go under it, maybe? <laughs> through the trees yeah, try and follow maybe. the trail yeah but there was no trail, the trail before right. the trail and you're trying right. to, that'd be a good movie called before the trail well, and you're certainly trying not to a trail race. that a wagon can go through though true and, and you're trying to race all of the elements right like you have to get there before winter and this everything is the, comes, the donner expedition it's crazy like li little to I no was, water yeah. i mean how much pain were they in too because we the history books don't talk about the daily amounts of pain that one each thing that i feeling. think that i was talking to a buddy about this recently because we were talking about the the history of the rosary and it's a long story but I think one thing that we discount in modern society is just how much, how much of your day, how many hours a day that people would just spend walking because that was right. predominantly the only way you could get from one point to another really right. before horses too, that, uh, or, or, you know, if you couldn't afford horses, I said not before horses, um, that you, people just walk for hours and hours a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was a part many, of a common life until maybe a couple recently. hundred years, very, very recently. Yeah. I used to walk New York, Manhattan. Man, you ever do that? You ever walk from like 40th Street down to the down to Battery Park or anything like that? Mm -hmm. I'd some myself. Yeah. Well, in you know, in the city, it, when I lived in Shanghai, you know, one thing about living in a police state that um, it is always safe to walk across Shanghai. It could be three in the morning, <laughs> and you could walk from the Bund all the way to Zhongshan Park, and you'll be perfectly fine. You would probably not walk from Washington D.C. to Harper's Ferry several hundred years ago. I'd prefer I'm not sorry, to. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You would probably not walk it in a day is what I meant to say. No. It's a 17-hour walk, and so you're probably going to walk, if you're walking nonstop, 10 hours, and then stop and make camp. That's a two-day right there. Mm -hmm. that's, yep. And, that's, and it's that's a 40, 45-hour-minute no. drive for us. Yeah. Yeah. Hour. When you read, like, Jane Austen, like, Jane Austen novels will talk about, like, these, you know, you go out, you walk to your neighbor's house, but then there's a rainstorm and it already took you all day to get there, so you just stay. Like, this is a feature. This is someone you live near. This is a feature in the Song of Ice and Fire novels that Game of Thrones is based on that um, people say, well, there's whole chapters and chapters where nothing's happening because they're just walking. And his point is, well, no, that's that's what it was like. Right. I tried to do a D&D &D campaign like that. My yeah. buddy, I was like, he, he was born in this Arctic village and he had to get out. He was going to get out. So I gave him an easy way. You could wait for the train. He's like, no, I'm going to walk. I was like, all right, roll. <laughs> He's like, I rolled a 16. All right, yeah. you take one damage from cold. You walk for five minutes. Roll. And I was like, this is going to be boring as hell. So we ended up, <laughs> you freeze to death. We start a new game. All right, you let's read some more. He starts on the train. <laughs> Andrew Ho says, 
Tim, they have a signed receipt of drop-off by Hunter Biden. Bongino shows it all the time. That's right. They have the receipt. That's right. He signed it. Mm-hmm. This dude's out of his mind. But that was forged. We all know that was Oh, forged. okay, okay. <laughs> all right. X-Raid says, Jack, what advice do you have for a veteran who has opted not, uh, to not re-enlist because of what the military has become? I'd love to be a part of TPUSA. Um, I would, I would honestly suggest reenlist if, if, if you're, if you're interested, if you want to get out, you want to get out a million ways to contact us, contact turning point. But I, I do think that in general, we need people that are still in there. We need good people in there. You need people in high positions of authority. So maybe when, uh, when the Don comes, he can get rid of some of these really awful high level, uh, well, that's you know, the plan. administrators and generals or whatever. That's certainly the plan. And, I, and, and, and just to, to put it out there that given everything that we've talked about, I really do think there's only one chess player or chess piece on the board that could solve all of these things that we're talking about, specifically the, the war and peace, World War Three problems. Yeah. There's only yeah. one person that is not beholden to these things. Bill Hughes says, part of my family is Irish. They were oppressed and discriminated against for being the wrong race and religion. Yeah. You know, I'm also Irish. Oh, me too. I think, me too. I think you know, we uh, we need free money from the government. That's, yeah. that's the only way. <laughs> that. You know, it's the only Forced it's only to fight fair. in World War, uh, excuse me, Civil, Civil War. War. That's right. Um, both mm-hmm. sides in some yeah. cases, yeah. you know, yeah. as a replacement for, That's right. You I'm know, a child the of immigrants. I feel like I need some kind of compensation. Our country is not You're friendly. basically a refugee. I basically I am. a refugee. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's see what we got here. We'll grab some more. Uh, here's a good one. Donald DeVole says, I stand behind <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Because the joke is, I, st- I, I stand yeah, behind yeah, Alec yeah. Baldwin because if you stand in front of him, you might get shot. <laughs> Oof, that's so brutal. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, uh, actually, let's, uh, we'll read one more. Frump says, weird, I have to pay to say this, but I have not received an Amber Alert in three years. They used to be annoying, but now it's weird. All right. Wait. Okay. That is a good Setting comment. turned off on your phone? If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at TimCast.com because we're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up for you in about one hour. So go to TimCast.com, click join us, and you can sign up. And we have a huge library of content. Cast Castle, funny skits where we make fun of cultural, political issues, and we do sketches that kind of, you know, you know poke fun. And, uh, of course, the TimCast IRL uncensored member show, which we're going to have up for you tonight. You can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me personally at Timcast. Jack, you want to shout anything out? Uh, going to be at Mindsfest coming up tax day, uh, April 15th, down in Austin. Very excited. I think you're going to be down yeah, the and day we're before, at, uh, right? The day before, we're doing IRL Live. We're IRL sold live. out, but you should come down for sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, check that out. I think it's minds.com, festival.minds.com. And of course, for anyone who is going to be staying up to wait for that third hour, that third uncensored special, I know you have to wait another hour. I know you're going to be tired. I know you're going to feel, how can I sleep? How can I get through the next day? There's so much happening. The threat of nuclear war looms on the horizon. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lindell has been working on a top secret project. It's even more top secret than the documents that Joe Biden has in his underpants. This is my Pillow 2. It just dropped. It has been released to the world, revealed to us in our time of need. MyPillow.com, promo code POSO. Jack Posobiec is the other MyPillow guy. Yes. Uh, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. You should follow at TimCast News on Twitter, and you should also follow TimCast News on Instagram. Uh, newly launched today, I believe, so go check that out. You can follow me personally at HannahClaire.B on Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter at HCBrimlow. Thanks so much. I also will be at the Minds Fest in Austin, April 15th. It's festival.minds.com. You are right, Jack Basobic. See you there, uh, man. Yeah, I'll see you we on stage, have, We baby. should have a debate on something. We should talk about God and Christianity and religion and maybe let it let it fly and go to latin mass 
I have in the past. Go again. I would be open to that. I would so, go with you. Keep going. So basically, we're doing it's 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 two separate events. Basically, we have Timcast IRL live Friday night at the Vulcan, and then the next day the Minds Festival. So it's like two two same, bears same venue, stuff. same venue. Yeah. And uh, we're all hanging out with each other, basically. A love fest in the woods. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Ian and I are going to Latin Mass. Come with us. So if you're you're not from Austin and you really wanted to come see the show, you've got an opportunity to see two different shows. You make a whole weekend out of it, so I'm excited. Should be very cool, and it will be very cool. Also, if we can get Mike Lindell to thread some graphene into one of his upcoming pillows, I'd be really into it. This jacket has graphene in it. There's only so many things I can talk about here on the open show, but for the members show, we'll get into it. It's going to get dark, it's going to get hot, and then it's going to get light again. Okay, hey, Serge, nice hat. Hey, yeah, I wore the, the hat I've been wearing for a while. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't worn it in like probably... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Uh, it's funny, it's because I wore it in the beginning and I stopped wearing it for a little bit. Uh, I wore that like Epstein didn't, didn't Epstein himself hat and then uh, I brought it back for old times. And it's true, the ball on the head is so sailors when they were under the deck, when they lifted their head, they didn't bump their head on the wood? Yeah, apparently. I think they like, I think they like, they re- they took that from the old Scandinavian tradition of just palming the hat. But anyways, I'm at surge.com on Twitter. I'm arguing with a lot of people there. I, I kind of get Twitter now, but uh, yeah. All I'm right. There. All right, everybody. We will see you all over at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.